This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Over and Back's 200th episode. Can't believe that it is already here, but we are now at episode 200. We did something uh, fun this time. We uh, did live commentary of the movie Space Jam. So hopefully everyone enjoys that. Uh, it's sort of, we do something similar every holidays where we do live commentary on something. This is the first time we've done it for a movie. So hopefully uh, people will like that. And it was uh, it was me, Jason, and Rich. And also uh, our special guests were uh, two favorite guests of the show, uh, Curtis Harris of Pro Hoops History and also uh, Rainus Lattice of the uh, Handle podcast, also known as Lamar Maddox. So uh, two great guests to uh, cover that. And uh, hopefully everyone enjoys. And you can uh, – the idea is to watch Space Jam along with it. You're providing alternate live commentary of these – the movie so it will uh, sync up with the movie so um once you hear the buzz sound that's your cue to uh play the movie uh, of course you can just enjoy it as a regular podcast as well it should be enjoyable either way but before we begin just want to uh thank everyone who has uh supported the show uh who has uh, spread the word who has uh, left itunes reviews or told other people about the uh, podcast we uh, appreciate all of that, all the feedback that we get. Um, also appreciate every uh, guest that we've ever had on the uh, show, famous or not. Everyone is appreciative. We've had some really good uh, discoveries, I guess, people I didn't really know in the uh, pro basketball history world who we've gotten on the show and been able to talk to and develop friendships with. So that's really cool. Uh, and everyone at the Step Back and Harvard Paroxysm before that who uh, supported us, especially uh, Ian Levy, who's always uh, been a big supporter of ours. So we uh, appreciate that greatly. So and uh, thanks to all of you listeners. So uh, I'll stop rambling now. And once you hear the swoosh sound, you can start the movie. Welcome, everyone. We are watching Space Jam. It is over and back's 200th episode. I am here with Rich as usual, also here with uh, Curtis Harris from Pro Hoops History and uh, Raina Slattis from The Handle Podcast, two of our uh, most frequent guests. What's going on, guys? Very excited for Space Jam. <laughs> sure we are. What a, what a film, what a masterpiece. Uh, my pleasure to be here. It's an honor, not more than just a pleasure. <laughs> and I, I had exactly. to come. I had to come. I wasn't allowed to miss this one. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was unfortunately yes. forced into this 200th episode. So yes. So uh, yeah, we have. I believe I can fly is playing uh, as uh, young Michael Jordan shoots uh, baskets in the summer of 1973. Um, 
Yeah, if you so want to match I, up with the movie, uh, we'll, we'll try to kind of chime in. But this is a good spot to kind of jump in at. Like, yeah, you, that summer of 93, exactly when Jason said that, that's when it appears on the screen. So if you're watching Space Jam at home, dust it off your VHS, your laser disc, or whatever you have. Yeah. Uh, Space Jam is a good time to kind of watch with us. You know, gather the family around, oh. get the fireplace going, and, and watch one wait, of the... Wait, uh, wait. Yeah. I just noticed something. That is supposed to be December of 73. The kid has a distinctively mid-90s haircut. Ah. <laughs> Just, are you are you suggesting that continuity may not have been the uh, priority of this film yeah hold on a minute in, in space jam hold on curtis this is this is huge uh, let's talk yeah. and also to play an r kelly for a 1973 scene uh, yes. so. i can think of good rb songs from 73 they could have played but anyways yes. but yeah. they did they did they put them on the six-time platinum soundtrack of this movie yeah. they did not no, no that's no. true yeah i and i pretty will... good yeah, the Actually, Basketball is... Jones. That, no, the soundtrack's awesome. They could put Basketball Jones on this part, but, you know, it's a little more... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, Barry could... White, though. Barry White, yeah. he was around in 73. Exactly, right, Barry right. White. So that would have been... That would have at least had some continuity. But... <laughs> yeah. They could have found something inspirational for... Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, I think I Believe I Can Fly is probably the worst song from that soundtrack, in, in, in my opinion, other than, like, the Bugs Bunny rap, I would say. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, you know... Yeah, I, I had not really... I, we, we discussed the soundtrack, I believe, in our uh our previous bulls and celtics uh episode and uh, you guys you know convinced me that space jam center was really good i gave it a listen before this and yeah, i it is. i do agree it, it, it slaps it is a uh it is a nice <laughs> <soundtrack>. it slaps. <laughs> i'm trying to you know get the language the kids are using these days you know i'm trying to stay young is that I, what the I'm kids old, say old man that's what they say that's what they say on twitter so i'm assuming you know it's not weird coming out of my mouth yeah you know, I'm, so I'm, I'm, just, I, oh, I'm just about to throw down here. I want to, I want to see how this yeah, plays out. Yeah, definitely. Oh, on, a, on a dirt court at yeah. like four foot five, he's gonna. Yeah, dunk. <laughs> he's gonna do it. Yep. There you go. No, he just won a dunk contest. Never mind. All right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, he didn't win yeah. that. He stole that from Dominique. <laughs> <laughs> stolen, stolen from Dominique. It's terrible. It's uh, it's not good. So. Yeah, I I do think this intro is good. I I will say that it's a uh, that it's well done. It's one of the more inspired parts of the uh, of the movie, in my opinion. Well, Quad City DJs right now too. Which yeah, good. yes, who are not from the Quad Cities, as Rich and I discussed uh, recently. <laughs> right. So there's four DJs yeah. who believe it or not, they're just a, a a quad of DJs, but not necessarily from you know the greater Quad Cities area. So yeah, so very upsetting. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> no, we were all very, very upset that the Quad City Dudes weren't actually from Moline, so that was right. A big stain on their reputation. Um, <laughs> right. First, they had the the Hawks stolen from them. Now the DJs aren't even from their city. I know <laughs> that's really not much going on for the uh, Quad Cities. Unfortunately, we'll have to research that later. See if there's anything we can uh, say that you know the Quad Cities have going for them. So. <laughs> All right, so Reynas, I know you're you're, you're pumped. as our previous Christmas episode discussed. Sean Bradley is in this one, and you are nothing if not the preeminent expert on uh, bad white centers. So, um, I, oh yeah, I, I'm I've, very I've, much I've... looking forward to your take because there's a lot of bad white centers uh, in this movie. So that <laughs> yeah, yeah, are they a lot? I, I can't. Im- no, there's probably just Sean Bradley. I don't know any others, and I guess he's not yeah. even that bad. He's he's fine. Yeah, I guess I, I, Vlade appears in one scene, but I, whether I would call him bad. Uh, no, Vlad no, is, no, Vlad no, is no, not yeah. among that. Bad GM, you know. but a good player. Bad GM. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay, is Sean Bradley bad? That That is a question I, I think is worth uh, discussing. Maybe we can get to that later. No, but, like, he's not I feel bad. like Sean Bradley is okay. Like, he, I no, mean, he fine, obviously, like, fine. wasn't, like, you know, like, number two pick or whatever he was in the draft. Like, he wasn't that good. But, like, he was totally, like, a fine NBA player. I mean, he was, you know, really only good because he was tall. But in he wasn't. You know, he was skilled in, in a certain point of view, but obviously, like, not incredibly, like, a skilled guy to watch. But, like, he was all right. 
I would call him agile, I guess. Yeah, he he wasn't that bad athletically. Yeah, he was like a decent, like, uh, almost starting center. So if you're in a, you know, bad team, he could start for you. But if you're a good team, he'd come off the bench, which is – that that's yeah. a good player in the NBA. Sure. Could he, could he have been Roy Hibbert on the Pacers a couple of years ago? Uh, I, yeah, he would have needed more bulk, I think. Like, yeah, he was a little too skinny. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess when when LeBron would have flown into him, he he wouldn't yeah. be able to keep and, up and, his his verticality. But yeah, I think that in the right situation, he could have been like a rim protector. But uh, yeah, prob- probably played in the wrong era for that. Yeah, because yeah. the problem is, yeah, he played mostly in the nineties, obviously, so you could just drag the guy out to the corner or whatever. You, you know what I mean? Without with the illegal defense, it was kind of like. And, but even then, he still was a pretty big force. Uh, around the basket but yeah i mean the biggest problem with him is just like the the narrative of him basically became people dunking on him later yeah. in his, you know as he got a little older and it was just like hey sean bradley's out there let's finally yeah, just try to dunk on him, him. <laughs> yeah i never did then, like that just he, yeah, purposely just, going after one guy trying to humiliate him that, that just... <laughs> yeah like i think he was actually reasonably effective but he was just so awkward looking that like it like i think the aesthetics were worse than the actual performance and yeah, I think the, I, I read a recent article that that sort of said that he was like very like mild mannered and very soft spoken. So people kind of took advantage of that as well. He kind of appeared goofy or or you know. But I think he's like a, a principal or something at some random high school or something now, which is pretty awesome. So oh yeah, Michael Jordan is retiring 30, from 30, the game 30 of basketball. Thirty short was kind of uh, enlightening in that regard. And uh, yeah, he, I, I I think I remember he told the story where all of the guys. I don't know whether there was a team event or something, but all of them just agreed that they will do it in a strip club. And uh, he basically was, a, I wouldn't say offended by that, but he, he found it uh, inappropriate. And I guess uh, you you can sense how he probably didn't fit in on all, all of his teams back then. Right. So speaking of continuity, Michael Jordan just retired from the uh, game of basketball. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just yes. five minutes so, in. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, an hour- I mean... That, that was a pretty gra- that's pretty gratuitous, like five minutes, which is like Michael Jordan highlights. Like, yeah, I, that, didn't quite catch that when I was younger. Uh, Where are the Sean Bradley highlights, though? That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah I did we, like. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, I was gonna say I like that uh, David Falk got an executive producer role. Yeah, I want to comment on that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, his idea to come up with this movie, which is uh, is pretty yeah. interesting. That well, yeah. So this, so I guess the inspiration for this is there were two commercials with uh, Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny uh, from '92 and '93. The first one, they team up on the uh, court against a bunch of bullies, and then the second, they uh, Marvin the Martian steals some Air Jordans, so they go to. Um, mars and uh, compete against him and are able to get them back so i i think those are are both really really funny and entertaining and they obviously inspired this movie which is uh yeah uh, they're a good like one to two minute idea not such a great 90 minute idea wait 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 Uh-oh. i think i think we should have more movies entirely inspired by 30 second commercials like this <laughs> The original idea was so good, it could last for 30 seconds. Clearly, that can turn into 90 minutes. Yeah, Um, I guess we should address that right now, because people are going to probably listen going, oh, great, Space Jam. I love Space Jam. I'm from the 90s. What's all of our stance on Space Jam? Now, now that we're five or six minutes into this movie, uh, versus then I guess we can kind of revisit this when it's all said and done, but where where does each one of us stand on Space Jam right now? 
Well, I was 17 the first time I saw Space Jam. So I was, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not part of this like 90s nostalgia. Like the 90s, I obviously lived through them, but they weren't like my youth. Like I'm not, like if this was made in 85, like I might have like strong feelings of like, oh, this is part of my childhood. How dare you attack it? But I was old enough that like I didn't really like it that much the uh, first time I saw it. And um, so I, I don't have that nostalgia kind of clouding the whole thing. I kind of, I think it's kind of a... You know, Jordan is, he's a, I was a tremendous basketball player, but as a personality, he's a little bit boring. And this kind of bastardizes the Looney Tunes in a lot of ways that I don't enjoy. So that's, that's basically my feeling about it. Uh, Curtis, well, you can go next. I'm trying to think, of, this came out in 96, right? Yes. Yeah. So I was nine years old when he came out. Uh, so it seemed good at the time. Uh, in retrospect, it clearly is not as good as, uh, as I, my nine-year-old self thought it was, but I take it for what it is. It entertained nine-year-olds in 1996. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, I, I was I, nine as well. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go, go ahead, Rain. Yeah, I, I think I have a similar opinion. I, I guess it's it's good for what it was supposed to be, but uh, it, it, it's also, I, I guess, in, in a way, a shame that they didn't use uh, Michael Jordan for something I don't know more entertaining. If if you look back at it, not not many athletes I guess at their ultimate peak were, you know, using all of their summer to film a film a movie. So, yeah, it's 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 it it is what it is. Yeah, I was nine when it came out as well, and I remember at the time enjoying it a little bit, but not really like I went into it thinking I was going to absolutely love it because obviously growing up in Chicago, yeah, Michael Jordan was the big thing. My uh, my uncle at the time he worked for the Bulls um, or for the United Center, I should say, and, and we got a bunch of free like Space Jam merch all before it came out, and I was like, oh, this is going to be the greatest movie ever. How could it not be good? It's the Looney Tunes, it's Michael Jordan, it's basketball, and obviously I was a huge basketball fan at that point. And then when I saw it, it was just kind of like, eh, that was all right. Like even as a nine year old, because I, I of course I'm still to this day so like pessimistic, you know. <laughs> fun hating asshole but i was just like at the time i was just like ah you know it was, it was all right like and then you know going back and watching it a few years later i'm just like no nah, it's, it's really not like that i just feel like there it, it could have been so much more and it could have been a lot better even at the time i was just like it didn't really showcase michael jordan all that well it didn't really showcase the looney tunes all that well as you said it's a 30 second commercial basically expanded into 90 minutes so that's kind of my take on it i don't necessarily hate it but it's just like i never thought and and i think maybe more of it now is because so many people like reveling in it. Oh my God, it's so great. And it's like, it's really, it's not, it's just, it's just fine. Like you can, you can just admit it's okay, but people are like, Oh, it's my childhood. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. your childhood sucked then. Cause it was just okay. <laughs> I, I think the Jordan uh, baseball stuff is actually kind of funny because they're really like playing off of the idea that he was like really bad at baseball. And they're like all like really, um, you know, trying to like pander to him. Like it's, it's almost a little bit insulting to Jordan to, so that the idea that he like allowed himself to be portrayed in baseball that way, it, it makes, it's funny for the movie, but like a, a guy, I don't know how much really, you know, obviously Jordan is very image conscious, but the fact that he didn't particularly care about that, I think is, is, is Which... interesting. It, it's interesting how the, you know, the, the movie of course frames his um, story, how it frames his childhood, how it frames his desire for baseball, how it frames, you know, kind of his comeback. I mean, it's obviously in the midst of like this, you know, goofy, silly story with the Looney Tunes and these aliens, but there are certain, you know, this is obviously a way of like pitching a, you know, f- friendlier version of Jordan. Yeah, which is actually funny that he would poke fun at this considering he still to this day won't be interviewed by Sports Illustrated for the Baggett Michael cover, but you know, <laughs> not that Michael Jordan's petty on any level whatsoever. I'm just, you know. Yes. Oh, saw Piggly Wiggly. 
Piggly Wiggly, yeah. yeah. Great performance by Newman, by the way, as well. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, it's well, a movie I, from the 90s. Wayne, <laughs> Wayne, yeah. Wayne Newton is in the house. So. Yeah. I will say this. Um, so when I did first see this movie, when I was nine years old, the two things I was most excited about, uh, well, three. One, Muggsy, Muggsy Bogues was in it. Number two, um, what was his name? Uh, obviously, like, you know, uh, Newman, everybody calls him. What was his name in uh, Wayne Newton, Jurassic or, Park? Um, oh, Wayne Jurassic Knight. Park. Or Wayne yeah. Knight, that's right, yeah. But his yeah. character's named. I was like, oh, my Stan God, is that Podolak. new for Jurassic Park? Yeah, I don't so remember. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, that asshole's in this movie. That's great, so I love <laughs> Jurassic Park. Yes. And then Bill Murray was in it. And I love Ghostbusters. So I was like, wow, this is what sure. really got my attention. Yeah. Bill Murray, that asshole from Jurassic Park, and Muggsy Bogues. Everything else is pretty much just like, oh, whatever, I'll take it as it comes. But yeah, those are the three highlights for me. Yes. Uh, so apparently uh, Michael J. Fox, Chevy Chase, and Jason Alexander all turned down the role that Wayne Knight eventually got. So, mm. yeah. So it would have been, I, 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 of those, of the, the three of those, I think Michael J. Fox would have kind of been the most interesting out of those three. I guess I like him the best out of uh, those guys. So I like Knight in the role though. I think he fits it. Pretty yeah, he's well. fine, but yeah, I, you know, I, I've, I've, Learn that in the uh, research going into this. So if, if anyone is going to accuse us of not doing our research, we actually did kind of dig <laughs> right. into uh, st- stuff behind the scenes. Space. And we're not all just, you know, messing around here. So we're, no, we're very serious. Business. serious. serious business here. <laughs> For our 200th episode, you know, we're going to be very serious and do our research here. So, so yeah, so these are the, the nerd lux, I think, are the name of the aliens. I don't think they're actually ever called that in the movie, but that is apparently their official name. So, uh, so we can call them that now. Good time. So, the, the, the what? Nerd Lux? Nerd Lux. Yes, I believe. They Nerd are Lux. They, of course, they become the Monstars eventually, but they are the, they're, when they're tiny, they're the Nerd Lux. So, mm. yes. I will say this I never did like Bugs Bunny. So, you never liked yeah, Bugs Bunny? Bugs, he's, whoa. Nah, he's I also an asshole. Well, yeah, but he, but he's like a lovable asshole. I mean, he's like the, no, he's not. like, he doesn't care about anything. Like, he's, uh, <laughs> Like a he, clever he, asshole. He's like your yeah. He's a clever ass. He's he's like your um. I don't know. He's just the, sa- the the sassy guy who brings like anarchy. He's like a class clown. Like yeah. Like like Bugs is great. You know. Never liked him. Daffy Duck is my dude. <laughs> well, like I mean, yeah, yeah. Daffy's all right, but um, you know, I um recently I watched um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, just a few uh, just a, about a week ago, and uh, and I've seen that you know several times over the years. It was one of one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Like if anyone's gonna, like, a lot, for a lot of people, their Space Jam is probably I Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I have the kind of the same relationship with that as you know being a kid at the right at the right age to have enjoyed that movie. And uh, I do think the animation is quite a bit better done there. Though the the same team that did you know kind of the integration between the animation and the live action stuff also did this movie. So. Fun fact. Well, I, I I like that. They're uh, probably more inspired with. Yeah. So they're like probably Wayne, more inspired to do Roger Rabbit than this one. Uh, probably. I like that to, Wayne Knight is driving Michael Jack Michael Jordan home to his uh, house. Uh, that seems realistic. <laughs> yeah, a convertible, no less. Yeah. There you go. And Michael Jordan's house is so modest. <laughs> it is. Yes. I'm <laughs> sure, it's very realistic to what he actually lives in. You're right. 
he's uh he's had trouble selling so he 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 had a big house out in the suburbs of chicago and he's having he had a ton of trouble selling it. i feel like eventually he did find if eventually find a way to find someone to buy it but the problem is no one wanted to buy it because it was just like filled with like 23s everywhere and his logo everywhere and it's like if you know if i'm gonna buy a house for 30 million dollars like i don't want like i haven't spent all this time to put all this unless like because you're not gonna get like a fan that's it's just gonna be another rich dude who doesn't want you know your logo and your number all over the place but uh you know i i might have pulled enough money together to, to, to buy it but sure indoor basketball court seemed pretty nice yeah could have gotten a gofundme you know between the uh, podcast yeah. listeners i'm sure we could have put that together Charles Brooke with a dog makes his appearance, so he's uh, definitely uh, interesting to add, like, slapstick that's not, like, involving the Looney Tunes in the movie. You know, like, you uh, had to, like, kind of throw that in there as well. I guess he become, does become important later in the sto- story, so. Look at the other movies that came out in 1996. There's some uh, some heavy hitters in this year, but it's not a – I don't know if I'd call this a great year for movies. It's uh, – top grossing film of the year was Independence Day. Yeah, uh, don't think that one holds up so well. Although I, I, no. I, I liked it reasonably well at the time, but no, I loved it at the time. But yeah, yeah, Look, y'all, 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 y'all can't say shit about Independence Day. Let's just go, <laughs> <laughs> go to go to the next movie before I get mad. All what right, about Twister? Enough. What about Twister? Oh, oh that was terrible. That's Oof. terrible movie. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> oh, hold on, I don't know about that. But okay, I mean, well, the... <laughs> Fair. it's got Bill Paxton in it. Rest in peace. But Bill Paxton was not a good actor. So, what about a free movie? Uh... I don't know, standoff uh, with hockey, basketball, and American football between Jerry Maguire um, and then and what am I missing? Uh, Happy Gilmore? Oh, I guess that's not really hockey. And then uh, Space Jam. Yeah, golf. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> sure there, was a ho- there had to be a hockey movie in 96, yeah. you know. Yeah. The Cable Guy had basketball scenes also in 96. I'm, I'm just going through the list. They got Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire, Tom Cruise in two of the top five. Yes. Yeah. I like Jerry Maguire and Mission Impossible. And you know what? I do kind of like Tom Cruise. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I enjoy watching him in movies. He, he, I know he runs awkwardly, but I, uh, I'm i a fan of uh, of his movies in, in general. There are exceptions. But for the most part, I uh, I, I enjoy Tom Cruise. Yeah, so. that, that's the awkward part about Tom Cruise to point out. The way, the way he runs. Yes. <laughs> Kazam, also 96. Wow, what a big Was it year. really? Wow. Ooh, yeah. That's about right. Yeah. yeah. And then Steel came out in '97, which I learned in our uh, in our uh, NBA 20 years ago uh, series that we've been uh, doing. <laughs> that, uh, double team and uh, and um, Steel both come out in 1997. So uh, that's that's a hot year for basketball related movies. That's for sure. Double team. Yeah. That's when I saw in the theater. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen Double Team, so uh, I, I'm sure at some point I'll probably have to see it. You know, but I'm not so far. Just to, to tie this in with the Christmas season, though, Jingle All the Way, also 1996. Oh, oh my, that's, that's a great oh. movie. Oh, okay, I'm glad you – because I've, I've watched it recently, and, like, anybody that besmirches that movie has no, like – you have you have no idea what you're talking about. It, it's it's solid. It's really that, good. That, like, that movie has so much, like – I mean, it's not, like, you know, high art, but it has pretty good social commentary going. Yeah, it does. Yeah, how, Sinbad's, how ridiculous Sinbad's awesome. Sinbad's, like, an amazing character in that movie. He's so good. I do enjoy Sinbad. I'm, yeah. I, uh, I haven't seen the movie, or if I have, I haven't seen it since it came out. But, um, but yeah, I do enjoy Sinbad. So perhaps I would like that. Yeah, you know, you like it a lot, and it's it's very much yeah. like '90s consumerism, and like like Curtis saying, like if you really want to take a deep look at it, like it, it it's got a lot in there. It's got a lot of good, stuff and it's got it. Phil Hartman. It yeah. does have Phil Hartman. He's amazing. Rest in, in peace. He's so oh good. God. Yeah, love Phil Hartman yeah, so much. Phil Hartman was oh. great. Yeah. A um, great 90s football movie uh, before this, but a couple years before this, uh, with Sinbad, Necessary Roughness. That's a, that's a uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, hidden yeah, yeah. gem. Yeah, it's a solid one. 
Scott Bakula's in it, you know. <laughs> so, Kathy Ireland is a kicker. You know, it's good times. Perhaps you're getting a little bit off track here, but you got Yosemite Sam going on here. Who's Yosemite Sam? Definitely one of my favorite Looney Tune characters. I would, uh, I would have to say. I also like Foghorn Leghorn. Perhaps just the southern stereotypes I enjoy. Oh no, Foghorn was that's my dad's favorite Looney Tunes yeah. character. He walked around the house quoting Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> so it's only like two quotes, but he walked around the house quoting them. Yeah, um, hey, they're always funny, you know. So great word to uh, by all of the loons. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. So this uh, uh, the Mighty Ducks as well. Wow, what a year! Oh I, I yeah, mean, I, Huge I couldn't year. even yeah. imagine something similar in 2016. What a year for sports movies! Yeah, that's a uh, classic year. Oh, we got a little patent parody for the kids, you know? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, definitely, <laughs> the kids know, are uh, for patent. Yeah, it's uh, well, that's that's for the adults. They have to. It's go one of those gratuitous yeah, like. That's true. Yeah, the, the gratuitous like, hey, well, throw something in there so the adults feel like they're I, not wasting their entire. I get it. Yeah, but, fair point. There you go. So. All right, so who's who's everyone's favorite uh, Looney Tunes uh, character uh, going on? So yeah, m- m- mine is probably mine's probably Foghorn Leghorn actually. So yeah, it's probably mine too. Yeah, I like lots of them, but Foghorn is probably the best. Yeah. And what's well, after that? We'll do least favorite. Elmer Fudd, since he's on the screen, I hate Elmer Fudd. Oh, <laughs> I like. I Elmer hate him Fudd. the okay. most. Yeah. I uh, I I hate Tweety Bird. Tweety Bird's my. Uh, is the Tweety's pretty me. terrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I like the Tasmanian Devil growing up. He was, yeah. he was pretty. Oh yeah, Tas was cool. He had a great TV show. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because that yeah. that's sort of my era. Like when I grew up, and and Curtis could probably the same with me. Like at that point, like they really stopped because like the '90s, nobody's got time for Bugs Bunny and his shit. But yeah. like Tasmanian Devil, <laughs> exactly. like that's movement. Yeah. It's fast. It's quick. It's radical. Yeah. Like he was all like Tasmanian Devil was like definitely the most pushed. Uh, and the dad in the show was pretty cool too. T- Tiny like Toons was good too. Tiny Toons that was a that was a fun show. They the Tunes made cameos in that, but that was a that was kind of what where like the you know Warner Bros. animation was at. Like the Looney Tunes were kind of like they were more like your grandpa's uh you know you know cartoons. Like they were right, like, right, like right. the reruns were on TV still, but it wasn't like they were making new ones. Or if they were, like it wasn't you know they, they it was they were more like they weren't as funny as like you know Bugs and Buster you know or not not Bugs but um Buster and what was the uh, I forget the his uh, the gal's name um Please. anyway not important but. Look at this fun little old school basketball game. Yeah, there you go. Trying to study. Oh, yeah. Trying to study the set shot. It's not going to work. You got to <laughs> steal. You got to steal Muggsy Bogues' skills. You can't just. Yeah. Get the fundamentals. I mean, they going. saw the dude do like a forty-foot two-hand set shot that banked in. They want to go yeah, steal. Cool that? All right. Why so did they go? This must be where all these guys get cameos. Like, there's a bunch of weird dudes that are uncredited. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's make sure. The, yeah, the, we got the people out there know who we're seeing. We got Chuck. Chucking up long range shots. Yeah, An ill advised. Yeah, he's actually making a three pointer, so it's obvious it's unrealistic. <laughs> right. Yeah, we got Patricia Heaton there and uh, and uh, guy who plays Homer Simpson. Oh, I didn't um, even notice that was Patricia. Yeah, Heaton. Dan uh, Castelletta. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cast, yeah, Castano, long name. Yeah, that's. Uh, oh, and he's like Castelletta, Castelletta, yeah. yeah, little mace. Yeah. yeah. Derek Harper as well. Yeah. Derek Harper, the Knicks MVP in the 94 finals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost got the Knicks out of the championship. This came close. Well, thank God for John Starks. That's yep. <laughs> the first Starks. time anybody has ever said that term. Thank God yeah. for John Starks. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're a Hema fan. Yeah. <laughs> thank thank God, God for John exactly. Starks. Yeah. All right. He's about to steal Charles Barkley's powers. Yep. 
Gonna get drunk and get caught with a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> right. they, had, they had Oakley there. Yeah, there you throw go. someone yeah. through a window. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At this part, he turned it like ooze and. Yeah. I believe that's Danny Ainge there. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say a little Danny Ainge. Yeah. Yeah. Jason's favorite uh, player, no doubt. Uh, there he is. Definitely. No, big part for a... Danny Ainge. Look at him. Yeah. 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 Like Danny, act like That's an asshole. Harper. He's like, yeah. I think I can do it. I think I can do it. <laughs> so what's my role? Uh, we Paul Westfall. An... Oh yes, nice. Yeah. I hope he gets residuals still. Yeah. What a bad uh, show. Yeah. Why did you have actually? To think that? There was yeah, twenty three so, on the shot clock. What are we doing? So there was a. Um, there do was we a have clip? the option of rewinding? That was a horrible. Okay, show. I do. Well, uh, we we shouldn't rewind. We'll mess up. Yeah, just mess up the second people. Right. But yes. Yeah. If you're listening, you should rewind the movie. Pause. <laughs> rewind the movie and then sync back up with us. Because so. I'm pretty sure, like the pass didn't go to Barkley and Ainge's AC only Green option there? with twenty three seconds on the shot. No, 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 no. It was seven seconds on the clock, which still doesn't make it any better. All right. Fair enough. It hit the rim. That's why I reset. Yeah, cursor Armin paying attention. Gilliam? Was that, that Armand yeah. Gilliam? Yeah, I th- I, yeah, yeah. Was it? I think you're right. Yeah. Nice. Rest in peace, little yeah. Oak. Charles yeah. Oakley not starting yeah. fights and yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we don't know that yet. He hasn't. Yeah, he might. It might later. You never know. So. Where's Dolan? <laughs> oh, there you go. I would say Ewing probably does the, some of the best acting in this movie. Yeah. It's I mean, not a high standard, but not, yeah. I was gonna say. I don't know. Whoa, hey, hey, AC Green. AC Some guy. Oh, that no is idea. AC. Okay, I was wondering who that was. was. Yeah. Yeah. Some random guy to get off the street for the Knicks, number yeah. 40. <laughs> there you go. Ahmad. Of course, yeah. Oh, it's good to have the NBA. Does the NBA, actually, does the NBA actually have a disabled list? That's not what they call it. I don't think I've ever heard it called uh, disabled list. It's the injured list, usually, but yeah, I don't know if that was a yeah, term yeah. that was used like in 94, but anyway. Michael Jordan without a shirt, you know? <laughs> Oh, and some McDonald's French fries next to the you see yeah, that gratuitous product placement. Oh, yeah. there. Why is there just a? There's a lot of that my, oh, oh my god, there's, there's Muggsy. Yeah, oh, man. Six was that Clarence four. Weatherspoon stealing it from me? That's Larry Johnson. Yeah, oh. well, LJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. Can't drink water. Ah, uh, delicious good. McDonald's. Yes. Mm-mm. This shake's gonna <laughs> yeah. get me in shape for the baseball game. Yeah, there's yeah. Sean. There Sean Bradley being normal, I guess. Underrated. Underrated. There you go. Now, are we sure that was Sean Bradley with his powers taken, or was that just normal Sean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, Wayne that was just regular ma- food. Agenda. Mentioned all the uh, products there with the, uh, the the Wheaties and the Nikes and the Hanes and all that. Yeah, did he uh, actually do that? that in. Yeah, Dale yeah, Harris. It, 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 oh, little yeah. Dell. Dale Harris. Oh, yeah. Look at Sensabalos' suit. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's very nineties right there. Yeah, that's definitely a nineties cut, man. Yeah, way too big for the body, but that's yeah. the way it was. Hey, that's that's what nineties were. Pig Miller. Look at them. Oh, yeah. Wow. Vladdy, a little young, a little youngster. Vlade. Yeah, it's... very youngster. Yeah, it's surprising that smoke in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Now he's got a, a mask. Yeah, well, he got a gas mask on now. Mask on. Yeah. There you go. Uh, what was great about? Uh, they're showing Dale Harris. I think I saw like a video of like the mid seventies, and he was an assistant. Yeah, he was an assistant coach of the Rockets in like seventy seven. Still had gray hair. So like I'm still yeah. waiting to find a photograph of Dell Harris nice. where he actually had color yeah. to his hair. Yeah, he's one of those guys that's looked like sixty two for like forty years now. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's finally starting to show his age a little bit. But yeah, from like nineteen seventy three until, you know, two thousand four, he looked the exact same age. So Yeah. So So Daffy in the uh in the hip hop gear reminds me that um yeah, there was sort of this weird thing with the Looney Tunes in the nineties where they mostly existed like on t-shirts 
And they were, it, there was a, this fad where, like, they would all, you know, kind of, like, wear, like, you know, crisscross-type outfits with, like, their, you know, the clothes on backwards and very baggy sort of, uh, you know, um, gear. It's sort of interesting that that was kind of the dominant thing, I feel like, that the Looney Tunes outside of Space Jam, of course, had during the 90s. I don't know if any of you guys ever uh, had any of those uh, shirts or, you know, were, were, were into that look, but that was definitely a, a thing very much in the, uh, the, the mid-90s for sure. Uh, not Looney Tunes, but I had a pretty snazzy uh, Snoopy shirt. That was actually ah, a sweater. Yeah, it was really cool. I, I got to pick that out. That's like first grade. My mom was buying me clothes, and she was like, "You can get one one piece of clothing." I was like, "I want the Snoopy sweater." It was on the wall, so <laughs> there you go. That took my school picture in it too. So we got a nice photograph ah, of me with that nice. little flat with a flat top. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ah. Yeah, I'm trying to find the one that I had, but I, I think this is it. It was like the Tasmanian Devil and Bugs Bunny. It's exactly what you were saying, Jason. They both have like backwards hats on. Uh, Bugs is wearing his his jeans backwards, you know, very crisscross style, and like a baseball jersey. And then uh, Taz has his like arms crossed or whatever with these. And they both have giant sneakers on or whatever. Yeah, that's exactly what I remember. Uh, but there was a lot of those. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, what the whole thing behind those were but yeah yeah it was just something that it was like one of those weird phenomena and it's interesting to me because i i think of like like that type of fashion <laughs> probably didn't really exist during like the 90s and i i feel like like jordan the way you know we all kind of know the history of how like he was marketed and how like you know he and nike together changed the face of marketing and it's not like a direct line but i feel like there's sort of like the way that that sort of like changed the way that personalities were marketed that led to a you know more marketing of like cartoon characters and like the sports and entertainment and such and that led to like what you know eventually uh the the air jordans there's 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 some sort of winding path between the air jordans and the uh looney tunes a streetwear t-shirts of the uh, 90s <laughs> so sounds like a great project for you to undertake yeah uh, maybe Jason. you know yeah, one, one of these days yeah so. How much legit money do you think was in the Skins game right now? Like, you know, M. Jeff, no way he could have gotten through this filming without betting like exorbitant amounts of money on these golf games. Yes. Like, even as they're filming, I promise he's he's throwing like ten G's down. On the, on the... <laughs> I mean, he's probably got a pretty snazzy hat on. I'll give yeah, him yeah, yeah, he does. Nice. Oh, he always yeah. had. The, he always rocked that. He he brought that back. I remember like a lot of people in the Chicago area, at least I know for sure, were always trying to rock that because Jordan would always wear that that hat, and it was like nobody else looks good in it. Like very few people can rock it. Like my dad tried. It's like no, dad. Like you're not. You know, Michael Jordan's got a certain look and a certain. You know, he can pull it off, but not many other people could. So. Yeah, and, and Michael Jordan is not a beacon of fashion, but I, I agree that the hat looks smart. <laughs> but I thought you're not wearing jeans on the golf second, course. Yeah. that's a plus. Yeah. I like Larry. I'm sure taking it way too serious. Wanna, yeah. How long are we going to be here? <laughs> like, <laughs> I got to pave my driveway. They're like, no, Larry, just it's fine. Man. That'll be all right. Yeah. So. I still love that he ruined his, it, like, ended his career by, like, laying bricks. <laughs> it's like, Larry, pay for somebody to do that. <laughs> but I love it. That's, that's Larry. That's Larry. Yeah. Wouldn't well, be Larry if he didn't also, do that. Didn't he also injure his back, like, I don't know, working on the roof at his house. Or yeah, that's what I was saying. He was like bricklaying or something like that. It's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, somebody to do yeah, that. like that was that was like mid late eighties, right? Where that was the kind of led to the serious back injury, and then you know, obviously he had the surgery and then retired a few years later. But yeah, that was the the big damaging thing, I think. So yeah, probably all the beers didn't help as well. Yeah, probably not. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 terrible, the, the fitness, terrible. Yeah, like yes. So. We got got a magnet here helping uh, Jordan. Uh, wow, what a scene! Yes, there we go. It's a classic. Yeah. So, 
about to get Bugs and uh, and MJ on the screen for the first time. So there you go. Have we established that they're underground like all the time, or just like around this golf course? I don't care. Don't don't answer that. It doesn't matter. Well, I, I mean, I feel <laughs> we'll like we leave it up to you, world, listener. They're, they're traveling underground a lot. You know, like uh, left turn to Albuquerque and all okay. that stuff. So I feel like that's part of okay. the uh, accepted universe. Okay, all right, that's fine. Yeah. I, mean, I don't have like a map of the tunnels or anything, but you know. So. <laughs> I just. And oh, there we go. he's Uh-oh. kidnapped. Yeah, great acting by Larry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Larry, don't uh, don't move or do anything, Larry. We're gonna yeah. just just stare into space. That's fine. Yeah, I mean they all seem fairly unconcerned, so it's not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Larry seems all right with it. Not as, not as many any of the other guys were excited, you know. Yeah, he's so. already pondering about a comeback, possibly get yeah. another title. There we go. Yeah, Michael's off. There you go. That's what makes yeah. the sense. You got to oh, go through the WB right. they, they did establish that earlier. Okay, yeah. that, that's fine. Yeah. You go through the logo. If you go it through the logo, you're good. So. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, who's your favorite pl- problematic Looney Tunes character? There's a lot to choose from. So, <laughs> uh, favorite problematic. <laughs> there's there's quite a few. Um, I mean, I liked Speedy Gonzalez a lot as a kid. Like, I had no idea the 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 problematic nature of Speedy Gonzalez until I honestly, like, I wasn't until I was like twenty where I like actually like thought about it. It's like, oh, I haven't seen Speedy Gonzalez on TV for like a long time, and then like <laughs> right. I thought about it for half a second and I'm like, oh yeah, there's probably a good reason for that. So that probably be mine. What what was the deal with the Martian? Was he just there? And and what what was his thing? I, I guess Marvin the Martian. Yeah. I mean, other than he was, he was sort of, he was from Mars and he would, I think he would try to like take over the world or destroy the world, but I yeah, don't know if there's much, much Earth beyond that. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Which is problematic to try to commit. I, I guess it's problematic. You know, yeah. You know. The, the, the killing of every living being on the planet. Uh, <laughs> right. Other than that, he was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't have a mouth though. Did they ever establish why, like, was he an ant or what, what was he? Cause he never had like a mouth. <laughs> I, believe, <laughs> he's a Martian, I believe that he's Rich. a Martian. So I, I think we're okay. I don't know why Michael Jordan has paperclip in his ear, but <laughs> probably a good reason for that. <laughs> so that was always the most awkward part. How do we f- how do we like feel him. about Michael Jordan as an actor? Like, if we're going to well, give him like a like a one out of ten, it will grade a little bit on the curve considering he's not a professional and um and so forth. Although, like, he's been an entertainer in the spotlight for a long time, and he has obviously like commercial acting experience. So, what what, what are we going to throw at him here? A two, only because yeah. he he serves as good foil as somebody else. Like uh, with the Spike Lee commercials, he wasn't really a good actor, but he was good as a prop for Spike Lee to be funny in those. Commercials. Yeah, he was good like straight man or whatever. Yeah. Like kind of the, yeah. the the zaniness of somebody else. He was kind of good, which works again like in a thirty second commercial, but less so in you know ninety minutes when Bugs Bunny's being all weird. And Michael's like, what what are we doing? Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> like, this yeah. is dumb. Like, you know. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. extra hard to, to act against, like, animated backdrops. I mean, yeah, he's he's acting – there are, like, real actors that, you know, that are there that are you – know, I guess they hired a bunch of, like, comedians and they would, like, all be on their knees so they would, you know, be smaller. So, you know, he was acting against something, but it's still hard to get, like, the right reaction in those circumstances to be doing with, like, all the animated stuff. So I, I, I would give him – I'd probably be a little more generous, like, maybe, like, a four, but um, <laughs> but, but all things considered. But, yeah, not, not obviously not high. Yeah, they just told him to be indif- indifferent about everything, and I guess I guess it works. I, I <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so definitely works for Larry. Yeah, 
I'm almost surprised that like people didn't criticize Michael Jordan's acting, and then he decided to act in like 30 movies to prove to everybody that he was a good actor. Like yeah. that seems like it seems like something yeah. he would have absolutely done. You know, yeah. in 1997, be in like 15 movies, be like takes yeah. over the Jerry Maguire film. <laughs> right, there exactly. you go. Like, yeah, oh. he, he could have been Robert Cuba Gooding Jr. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Michael Jordan saying, "Show me the money." You know, yeah. <laughs> that'd be good. Yeah. So. Bill Murray, he, I had kind of forgotten all about this, but apparently there was like a, uh, a time during the like, like 94 ish or so where he like funded a bunch of commercials with the idea that he was going to retire from acting and go into the NBA. And they had like a several like NBA inside stuff segments about it. It's like all on YouTube, but I had almost completely forgotten about it until I, you know, kind of researched this and looked at a couple articles and such. So that's just a, uh, that, that, that's a great, like classic, like, NBA is willing to embrace some weirdness type stuff, um, which I uh, which I enjoy about the league. I feel like like that would not necessarily fly in most uh, leagues, but for the NBA, it actually works pretty well. Uh oh, the monsters! Oh, have the monsters arrived. are here! Yeah, they're just so. busting down doors. Yeah, we did. Uh, there were some people that on, on Twitter that actually had some pretty good points about the monsters. That their their uh, their team acquisition, oh, nearly as bad as Michael Jordan's uh, run as director of player operations, like. Or basketball operations because they get like a lot of big guys, but not really many guards. Like you only got Muggsy on the point. Like they they went for the Bruiser, which I guess in the '90s wasn't a bad idea to go with. You know, Larry Johnson, Sean Brett. But it it seems like team construction wise, there were a lot of people uh, on Twitter that had some issues with the Monstars uh, player you know acquisitions. Oh yeah, if if they want Bruisers, I, I think they they should have given Mitch Richmond a call. I mean, he's he's uh, tolling away for the Kings. I, I guess the Monsters would be a, a great opportunity for him. At this <laughs> yeah, point. he yeah, might have he just accepted guard. a role there. He might have just been like, no, 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 man, don't yeah. take over my body. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, just come. I'll just, like, yeah. I'll just come. That'll right. Yeah, better than the Kings for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, he's, obviously he was a good scorer and he was you know he's a good all around uh, player, so he would have been a good addition. Yeah, Sean Bradley. You know, we talked about him earlier, obviously, like, but. You know, we sort of obviously he's a little bit more skilled than than not, but obviously his size is the um is his my is his prime quality. So trying to steal his talent uh, seems like a uh, not the best <laughs> job because you're not getting like a huge upgrade there if you already have the size. Well, yeah, I mean, what more to add to that? They... Yeah, I mean, they had to throw a white guy in there, I guess. So yeah, you know, for the marketing reasons, so you know, but. Yeah, but the lineup right now is Patrick Ewing, Larry Johnson, Charles Barkley, Muggsy Bogues, Sean Bradley. Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, who's you got Larry right. Johnson at the two? Like, what, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seems, well, you know. no, Charles Barkley's at the two because he's you know taking three three pointers. That's game. true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I guess the other guys like I feel like that fairly good talent. I mean, um, I actually you could argue Muggsy's like an even like better value for the talent because he probably like the size is a limiting thing for him. But sure. He has oh no, the, the talent to overcome pick. the size. So so he's he's the right guy for that. You know. No, and the other guys are there. Muggsy, yeah. Muggsy was one of the best picks they made that, yeah. that season. The Monsters. I mean, they could use some more shooting, but this, of course, they is, need a lot know, more shooting. This is but the I guess if you're like when nine you don't care about shooting in, in the nineties. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, you just want to back it down anyway. So. Yeah, and, and the three point line's like five feet away, so you know it's 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 close enough. You know, you're, you're going to be able to get those shots anyway. So, uh, well, we have a forlorn Charles Barkley. Yeah, he's very sad. Yeah, he's. I feel like Charles is actually pretty pretty good in the scene for what he had to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, Charles gets away with a lot, with quite a lot on personality. So that's sort of the one. <laughs> He's got kind of the, uh, you know, that, that plays to his strengths. He doesn't have like else going for him, to be honest. So uh, personality looks like, looks is like, like a long ways, you know. Looks like 98 Rockets Charles Barkley there with that defensive <laughs> effort. Yes, there. there you go. Yeah. 
So. This just looks like I, I don't think this is totally unrealistic from what <laughs> we later saw at Barkley. So yeah, yeah. At least on defense, yeah. Offense, you know, he would do a little bit more. So he'd be backing down somebody for like twelve minutes. That's you know, true. Right, taking right, the right. shot, yeah. So right. also, I want to point out with the, with the kids' clothing here. This is like that weird transition period in the nineties because they're still wearing like kind of that grungy look from the early period, but it transitioned to the late nineties clothing. So it's right. like. Uh, Watch it's, out, it's Chong. just really strange. Yeah, oh. everybody goes ahead. Yep, that's a scene that that scene still holds up. That's yeah. still one of my favorite scenes of this entire movie. That's like yeah. genuinely funny, like pretty yeah. good. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's well good physical comedy. Yeah, yeah, you're right, uh, Curtis, because there's like kind of like the flannel is still going on, but yep. it's definitely like it's it's pulled away from the old styles, but the kind of the, the flannel and some of like the lingering effects of the grunge, and then going into whatever you'd call the late '90s for. So the, the, it got really bright and shiny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad. Thank, thank you, Puff Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. So there's a penis puffy joke vest. here for a puffy vest everywhere. Going Everybody on, had so. a puffy vest. Yeah. I always love Larry Johnson's hair with the the little the little line. <laughs> yeah. Not a big line, just a little line right there. Little the line. Yeah. Right in the middle. The Perfect. That's very nineties. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. Nailed it every time. That's... Yeah. I liked Larry Johnson a lot when I was a kid. He, yeah. He was, uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. I wish the next thing just never had. It was, it was so good. And then, uh, I think everybody loved Larry Johnson. Oh, yeah. yeah. How could you not? Yeah. And Grandma was a fun character. And, you know, I, I, I guess the... the Great appearance with Family Matters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, Muggsy, God, they... Why did they let Muggsy act more in this movie? <laughs> why, did like or why, did, why didn't they? Yeah, because he was, you know, he was fairly good in it. Yeah, I feel like him and Larry Johnson could have done a great job as the yeah. main characters. Yeah, they have more personality. In my so wait a minute. So, so was Larry? A, was he a Nick at this point, or was he still a uh, Hornet? Yeah, he was a Hornet at this point, right? Is, I think that the summer he went year. over. Yeah, I think ninety five, ninety six was his last year with the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, I believe he, that's correct. So. Okay, so yeah, so so when they filmed it, he was okay. It, when it came out, it was November ninety six, so he was still a. Uh, or he would have gone to the yeah he'd been in the Knicks by then because Bradley was traded slightly before the movie came out from the uh, Nets to the or from the Sixers to the Nets so he was no longer on the team that they portrayed him in so interestingly mm. enough so. big jinx here with the spaceship yeah. everyone's getting moved yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah there you go some people probably I mean, watch it for real They're like all oh, his skills are gone I mean, as well and Barkley got traded <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah yeah he would have yeah Barkley got traded to the Rockets right. yeah uh, jeez yeah. Mug, what about Muggsy? Muggsy? I think Muggsy yeah. lasted one more year with the Hornets yeah, before he went to... Muggsy oh, because we talked about him yeah, on the 20 Muggsy years. Muggsy got yeah. traded in the beginning of the 98 season, so he was still in the Hornets for a while. Yeah. Uh, we got Lola Bunny. The infamous oh, no, Lola this, Bunny. This, this is unequivocally the worst part of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Lola Bunny. So yeah. that's, that's the most problematic character you were asking earlier. <laughs> yeah. Lola? I, the, the name alone is... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. I, game, the idea that they needed to like have... like. A, uh, a sex it up, yeah. A, a sexy bunny is just so so weird <laughs> for this movie. And, and apparently, they originally had like her as like more of like a tomboyish uh, character, but they feared that she would end up being too masculine, so they ended up emphasizing her feminine attributes, which is uh, just yeah, <laughs> it's sort of just baffling that they. Um, you, you first of all, like you know, the, like Bugs is kind of like like the idea that Bugs needs to like ha- be you know have this like be this heterosexual character and have this like love interest is sort of just against like, you know, bugs. Who's just a little bit, you know, who's always just sort of like been like a, you know, a little bit, you cross a lot of lines in terms of like, uh, 
you know, gender roles and, and so forth. So the fact that, you know, this kind of um, you know, negates that aspect of Bugs a little bit. And then it also, like, creates, like, this, like, really over-sexualized uh, character, like, in a midriff bearing tank top and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's not, uh, not ideal. It's terrible. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Now they got just to... just the name they chose too. They're like that just would really put it over the top. Like, yeah, lots of names you could choose, but let's choose Lola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, stripper's name. It's true. <laughs> or a kink song, depending on your point of view. Oh yeah, yeah. It's classic. <laughs> yeah, it's a good song. But anyway, I'm a Kinks fan, so. Hell yeah, no, I'm a Kinks fan yeah, too. Yeah, that was a really good song by now. Uh, that was good. Yes. Um. Luckily, the one thing that I've imparted on uh, on my daughter, who her, today is her ninth birthday, is we're recording this. Um, uh, sad birthday, Scarlett. Um, is she is a uh, she's a bit of a Kinks fan. So, oh, here we go. The uh, Charles Barkley, the dog, is uh, attacking Lutin's characters. So <laughs> they're getting Michael Jordan shorts, which apparently are, are in real life important. Were important to him that he would always wear the North Carolina shorts, like underneath his game shorts or or what have you. So. Good times. Or what have you. I like that. Yeah, or what have you. So, Rainus, um, so you, uh, you, we talked a little bit about this off air, but for those uh, listening, um, you are uh, quite a bit younger than the rest of us and, of course, are uh, are from Latvia. So, uh, very different cultural uh, um, tradition than the rest of us. Uh, what is uh, what is Space Jam like for uh, you? Well, I, I I think it certainly was uh, still like the top product, I guess, and in, in, in regards to movies or, or TV series uh, connected with sports, uh, it it was definitely showed uh, throughout my childhood on on TV. So, in a way, it was uh, even though I was uh, two when the film came out, um, it still is like a, a cartoon about basketball from my childhood if, if that makes sense only and uh yeah the, the timeline actually lines up quite well because uh you know things things would get later to latvia than they actually happened in, in, in real time and uh when i was uh i don't know five or six they had it on tv so it's 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 sort of ha- has a similar impact on me i guess as well oh so what's that Bucks jersey? Oh, is that like a high school jersey? I think that's Eleni, isn't it? Okay. Eleni, yeah. I, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that that seems right to me. Th- doesn't it at... usually have the 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 name Laney High on it? I thought so. Yeah, Bucks? but yeah. fake. It's probably a fake. Yeah. That's why I said those are some of the best pair of Jordans, the ones that came out in like '96 that they just stole. I'm not. I'm not a huge shoe person, but I'll, I'll say that those were a pretty good looking pair of basketball shoes. Yeah, I liked. I like the 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 black like ninety ninety one ones. Or I I I'm not a shoe person at all either, so I'm not sure which ones. Those are always my favorite ones, but these are pretty good too. So. Okay, let's get, it, it is weird. From the dog. It is a little bit weird seeing Bugs and Daffy on the same side. I always thought it was a little bit weird that um, Michael Jordan's wife and kids are played by actors instead of themselves. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was an interesting dinner conversation. Like, yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> that's, you guys that's... like the star of this movie? We're be in front of a green screen for like eight hours a day. Yeah. I mean, maybe when you're Michael Jordan's kids, like that sort of thing, you know, like you're already so used to that, like world that like that sort of thing isn't necessarily like an extra like huge like incentive for you but i would think you'd want to be in there not like the kids did such a great job where like you couldn't have had his role i mean i have no idea how, how good his actor his kids are but i would imagine you know they don't have to do a whole lot right marcus could have walked in there and said hey give that back and then walk away you know right. like, that's yeah fine. You can, probably, you know. Been, probably been all right I hope Michael was competitive enough that he just decided that real actors would be better than his kids. Yeah. So, <laughs> Break it to his kids. Well, you just yeah. not very good actors. I mean, yeah. he's yeah. not very good. The director has like five DVDs of unused scenes where they actually used Michael's kids and they, they decided that they're bad. <laughs> I, I didn't look up any trivia, but uh, listeners take this as a fact. I, I, I watch about it. There you go. Yeah. We'll, we'll take it as a fact. Why not? Yeah. All right. Wait, here's something I've noticed. These scenes with uh, Sean Bradley, Bogues, Johnson, and Ewing, they're together. But Charles Barkley's been on his own. Huh. Mm-hmm. That is so he, I bet you, was too highfalutin to show up with everybody else to try to shoot these scenes. Oh, yeah. You know how high-strung he is. You think he's highfalutin or do you think he was just like uh, like he didn't fit in his schedule, so he just didn't like separate? That's what I mean by highfalutin. It's not oh, his okay. schedule. I, I, I can't make time to do this, but Patrick Ewing and Larry Johnson can make time to be with Bogues and Sean Bradley. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. Why not? Do, does anyone because, know whether Charles was a part of those uh, legendary scrimmages they had during the summer? Uh, when, when Michael had the gym built right by the set, I guess. Oh yeah, I yeah. I um, yeah. I, I know about that earlier. Let's. Yeah, let's I read an article. I don't remember if Charles was actually a part of uh, that or uh, not. Yeah, yeah. Rich, if you don't mind looking. Uh, yeah, let, let me find out because it, it gave the whole roster for those. Uh, oh those yeah, games, right. Which sounded pretty for, awesome. For some so. reason, yeah. and I don't know why, the only guy I remember from that roster is Jack Haley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always, always hanging around. Yeah, yeah that's the biggest star. Yeah. <laughs> So how do we feel about uh, how do we feel about seals that fly like an eagle? Um, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the original is a terrible song anyway. As far as I'm Whoa. concerned, not, not a big Steve Miller fan. So, uh, <laughs> so I do enjoy Seal, but yeah, not so much this song. So I, I know that might be a hot take here, maybe even hotter than any of my Space Jam takes. But yet I'm gonna stand by it. Yeah. The only take, Steve this this almost worse as y'all say it. Independence Day was terrible. Good God. <laughs> I didn't say it was terrible. I just said it didn't quite hold up. I, I, has, I said it hasn't aged well. Yes. The special effects yeah. do not age well. That's, yeah, that, I, that was I, was, I, I wasn't saying. I didn't quite say terrible. But um, but yeah, Steve Miller Band, other than Abracadabra, I don't like any of their songs. So. You, you don't like <laughs> Flying Eagle, but you like Abracadabra? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I have weird I just know Steve Miller Band takes, so yeah. I'll just leave this out. Fair enough. The Joker <laughs> is good as well. Yeah, the Joker yeah, is good. I, I don't know. Some of those songs I just heard too much when like I was like 15 and like my friend was driving me to school that I just can't I can't do it anymore. So <laughs> um, well, that's different. So as far as these bad, pickup games, oh sorry, go ahead, go finish your finish yeah. your uh, finish the Steve Miller band discussion. Well, so. right, but but I mean, well, I was just gonna say. I mean, we're all within our we're all within our own subjective reality. I mean, it's like I, the memories aren't so bad. Just the fact that the song like has like this. Uh, anytime I hear it, I have like this obnoxious like because I heard it so many times type thing. So I feel like that's I, I don't I feel like it's quite not quite the same as the memories. But I don't mind anyway, the seal it, song. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I mean, fair it's enough. Not, it's if not we brainstorm, what what would have been a better song with the 
connotation of some someone or an object flying than, than fly like an eagle. Yeah. It's a little too soon to do a Highway to the Danger Zone um, remake. But... <laughs> Tom Petty learning to fly. Huh? Ooh, huh? I like that. That's good. That would be good. I could see uh, I could see Seal belting that one out pretty good, too. Yeah, does it have to be done by Seal? <laughs> I believe like, so. It yeah. has to be a serious right? Which is fine. I don't yeah. mind Seal. Seal's fine. Yeah, but, Seal's great. Yeah. yeah. That apparently is the uh, fake David Stern. Yeah, it's pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> it seems. So as far as these... Uh, okay, so here... Um, the pickup games, it was Reggie Miller, Charles Barkley, Alonzo Mourning, Charles Barkley, Grant Hill, Jerry Stackhouse. So I don't know if those guys so, were just hanging around, some of the guys. I don't know, but this is from Keith Gibbs, who was an extra on the film. He, he was talking to Grant Land about this. So it sounds like Charles had the time to make to the scrimmages, but he couldn't wake up in time for the <laughs> no, scenes. You know, he, he had time to be where Michael Jordan was, but didn't oh, have yeah. time to be with Muggsy and LJ. Oh, I see, I, see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, that's what it right. is. Yeah, yeah. If all right, all right, way, I ain't hanging around with that yeah. Muggsy. I ain't hanging around with no Muggsy. Yep. <laughs> like, it's like, all right. Jack Haley definitely should be added to that list. Um, yeah. I, I will make sure. I, I think I should create a Wikipedia list after we do this, and I'll add Jack Haley and those names you mentioned. Nice. Yeah. It's yeah. Setting, some, setting some hard screens, I'm sure. Like, really. <laughs> all right. So some songs about flying that uh, could have been uh, used. Uh, <laughs> uh, Freebird, Fr- 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 Leonard Skinner. Would that have uh, been good? Oh, yeah. But I guess it yeah. d- doesn't fit the film, right? I mean, Leonard Skinner. Yeah. No. So long, too. Yeah. They're so um, southern. All right. Uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow? No? Okay. Um, Leaving on the Jet Plane? I never even heard of that one. Yeah, I don't even know uh, John Denver. <laughs> Paul McCartney, <laughs> Jet, I guess. Leaving on a jet plane. Don't know if I'll be back. Oh, again. that song's no. terrible. No, that yeah. song's horrible. No, okay. No. Oh, that song. Yeah, that, that song's another, terrible. Another Steve Miller band song, Jet Airliner. That's a, that's a better song, I think, personally. Jet Airliner is such a damn good song. Yeah. Ride down that's, the highway with that one playing. Oh, my God. That, that's, that song's that's actually pretty good. I'm, I'm not going to – I actually kind of forget that was by Steve Miller band, so – I'm going to revise my Stephen Miller band takes a little bit, but uh, Wind Beneath My Wings. Nah. No? All right. Um, maybe at the end of this suited, It probably would have uh, better suited for Seal than Flying like Eagle. But. Ozzy Osbourne flying high again. Now, that's an interesting idea. <laughs> there you go, yeah. There you go. All uh, right, I don't see I don't see any other uh, strong ones uh, off the uh, So that's why they chose Fly Like an Eagle, people. All right, so fair, all right. There you go. All right. But they could have done Fly, Rob, and Fly. Yeah. The disco song. Like, literally, those are like the only lyrics to it. It's just like <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes of them saying, fly, rob, and fly. Yeah. Up, up to the sky. Yeah. Fly me to the moon. Over and over and over again. Yeah. Hmm. Why does he come right, to so- the floor? That's just now that now we have to repair the floor. Like yeah. there's an entrance way. Why would you come to the that Toby Bugs was an asshole. Yeah. Who else wrote a basketball? Dude? Like court? now the game's gonna be delayed by like two hours. We gotta fix the floor. Well, there's strategic you know, there's a there's some strategic benefit there of uh, you know, delaying things a little bit, you know, just giving the uh giving the Tune Squad a little bit of time to I guess. Add well they the fixed it already, this, so never mind, you know? it's already fixed. So yeah. forget it. There you go. Takes a while. Danny DeVito must have figured out some way to fix it already. So. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I like that grandma's, you know, uh, definitely compete on the team, you know. Yeah, Granny Granny was a bad pick. Some crafting experience there, you know. She can hold Barkley down in the post. She's been there. She's she's been through wars. 
She's like Koozie on the 1970 Royals, you know. Right, she lived in the uh, Dust Bowl, so, I mean, this is yeah. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair point, you know. Anybody's lived in the Dust Bowl is probably going to bring is gonna bring something here. Yeah, it's you know? got a little harder edge, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, you know. If, so wait, if, they had to have, if they had to have some white guy, why why couldn't they just <laughs> stole a white guy's intelligence and have have a coach as their sixth monster? <laughs> there you go. Or Joe Klein, or you know, like that. <laughs> that'd be fun. Paul yeah. Westall, Paul Westall, he he was at the game. You, you right, yeah. yeah, three guys in one game. Yeah, Paul Westall. He probably, probably for... pissed them off. He'd probably annoy them too much. And they'd fire hey, him. Hey, so. there's Marvin Martian. He's the ref. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That seems. Slightly impartial. I mean, I. But well, who knows uh-huh. if if the Martians, what kind of relationship they have with the Moron Mountain yeah. residents? I mean, they they may just be enemies. A lot of, a lot of crab dribbling by a bugs there. That was uh, yeah. You know, yeah, maybe in the ni- the nineties they would have called that traveling because in the nineties they called every foul everything. That's true. Everything was perfect. Yeah, I don't know if you remember yeah. that from the nineties, but yeah. Now they, they let did. guys do whatever, but you know, back they in those days, do whatever they want to now. Yeah. Right, but back in those days, yeah, every foul was called and. Except the files that weren't called because it was better that they didn't call files. But, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So Daffy doesn't seem to have really five to seventy four games. You know the yeah. good old days. The good old days. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like Lolo's not doing a whole lot here for being no, a yeah. Spot. Yeah. The low cut jersey too, because of course you can't got to sex up the game too. Can't yeah, just... absolutely. <laughs> Who can forget when the sexy. WNBA when they made everybody in the WNBA wear you know <laughs> tank top? And... Yeah, definitely. Sex up that rapid. Yeah. All right, nice, nice, <laughs> nice move by Jordan. That's yeah. easy, very but... selfish by him. <laughs> you know, yeah. Pass a, you know, when you're getting quadruple teamed, it might be time to pass uh, it off to, to Porky Pig. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, flashbacks in fair, of, in fairness, what, what's flashbacks Porky of playing you know? with Dave Corzine against the Pistons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, Who's better, he's Porky Pig or Dave Corzine? It's, it's, a, yeah, it's a fair question, you know? He's remembering the old 86. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, would you rather pass to Brad Sellers or Tweety Bird? You know, that's a that's a fair question. You know. All right, so here's a, here's a, a solid. Uh, we we got something related to this question. And I thought that uh, might be a good one. If uh, Space Jam were made in the '70s, who would be the uh, uh, who who would be Jordan? Who would be uh, have gotten their power stolen for for the uh, Monsters? Julius, I guess, is the. The, the, yeah, the I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll start the, yeah, I would agree with the Julius. I would, I would not, go there too. Yeah, I think Maravich is a possibility as well. But Curtis, do you have any uh, strong feelings about that? Uh, not particularly. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Um, all right, so who's getting their uh, who's getting their power stolen? Um, I guess I, I guess I would say Kareem would be uh, would be the candidate for the uh, for the big. Anyone uh, have any? Uh, no, strong... the big has to suck. I can't. Or it's not suck. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Well, if the big sucks. Um, hmm. He was like a big stiff, like kind of average center. <laughs> yeah. Marvin Except Webster. He... No, well, not Marvin Webster. Marvin Webster has some fluidity. Yeah. I think like Kit Benson, that's who get his power stolen. Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay, <laughs> Kit Benson's good. That, that, By the way, uh, the song that's playing in the background of this game right now is literally like a great song to hit him high. Yeah, hit him high. Yeah, that, that is a good song. I'll put I'm, that song up against like, yeah, it's still it still holds up. Yeah, it slaps. I agree. Yeah, it's a it's an all star cast of uh of 1996 hip hop too. Yeah, Cypress Hill, it, Coolio, Method right. Man, like it's it's they're all there. So. Yeah, Ella Cool J. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's ninety six yeah. in a in a nutshell. If you yeah, absolutely. if you wanted to, how can I best represent ni- safe nineteen ninety six hip hop? I would show them that song. Like, Here you go. That's... Yeah. All right. So so who are our forwards for the seventies? Uh, if we're um if we're going, there? I think Ken Benson's our good uh, center. So <laughs> well, we need oh, good. Nice, center nice. who's slightly who's much better because uh, remember they stole Patrick Ewan too. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I guess we need another. I guess not, we need another center. If there's like a well, power are, player, are we following their team building? S like the the let's we get all big to. men. Like, okay, good. all right. That's okay. Fine. Oh, Fair I think enough. we should go ahead, Curtis. Who uh, do you think is the UA equivalent in the? Uh, well, it has to be like a really good center, but he's not the best center in the NBA. So like, Bob Lanier. Yeah, that's bad. That I was about to say Bob Lanier. They stole his powers. Mel uh, Daniels. Ooh. Yeah, that's good too. I don't know. Are we getting ABA guys in here? It's good. I was just like an NBA project. So how are we? Of course, I guess if we're having Doc in there, then we're gonna be accepting the ABA. So I, yeah, I would. Uh, I'm okay with you, the guy. I don't know, Rich. You wanna you wanna break the tie here or? Uh, uh so so it's between who we got. We got Bob I, I Lanier, Bob Lanier, or Mel Daniels. Ooh, man. Let's go with Lanier. All right, I, yeah, I, 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 I Bob Lanier in there. But yeah, I, I, I like both. I like both because he he sort yeah. of reminds me of Ewing in, in a sense that he was like a, a defensive rebounding guy who actually you know also could score. I, I probably probably wasn't coming out of college like like uh, this this go to scorer type, but uh, could put up points. Yeah. No. All right. So the uh, '70s equivalent of uh, of Barkley. Um, <sighs> Jeez. Yeah, that's a tough one. Kind of a jerk. I mean, yeah. yeah. Does he have to be an asshole? Yeah, let's, I'll right. start with asshole. And then yeah. yeah. So uh, he wasn't nearly as good, but the first guy who kind of came to mind, like, was Truck Robinson. I know who was bigger, but it was kind of like a it was like a it was a stout rebounder <laughs> for like a while. He was a stout scorer, like he was like, kind of like this power guy. So, um, but, but tr- actually, Truck took a lot of jump shots too. Yeah. yeah. I actually had Truck Robinson better, for the for the LJ role, which I guess sort sort of shows how similar Barkley and LJ were were in a way. Uh, yeah. Obviously, not the passer Barkley was, but yeah, undersized power forwards. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with Truck Robinson since we've uh, since we've got to throw him in there. I, I feel like that's a, that's a that's a fairly good one. Any strong objections there? No, I'm good with Truck. All right. All right, so now we got to get the other. Uh, I, I guess another forward. I, we, if we want to throw like a big guard, and I'm I'm okay with uh with with that. So um, I feel uh, like we should be just as stupid as their team building. What's that? So we should be just as stupid as their team building. Okay, stupid. Just as throw team in okay. Mo Lucas as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. All, there yeah. you go. I like it. Right, Mo Lucas, he's menacing, you know, but also has kind of like a uh, has a little bit of a playful side too. So I feel like uh, I feel like Marcus Lucas fits in that pretty well. So. So now we now we just need our uh, Muggsy Bogues. Uh, now we need a diminutive point guard. Yeah, well, I guess Tony Archibald obviously would be the first guy you think of, but he was obviously <laughs> sure. much, much better than, he was than too Bogues. Good. So you know, but Calvin I think maybe Murphy. Kev- Ooh, Calvin Porter. Murphy. I, I, I like that one. Ooh, Personality Kevin wise, he's good too. Yeah. All right. But see, but good. But Murphy really did pass the ball though. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, think, I think Bogues Kevin actually Porter's played. The one. Oh, that that's not bad. That's, but he, I think he Kevin, definitely Kevin Porter was like sure. six feet. Yeah, but he just did mostly passing. Yeah. Like Murphy went out there to score. He would pass if he were open, but he wasn't looking to pass the ball. Right. So, in fairness, so apparently, according to the stats, this was uh, calculated by the Harvard College Sports Analytics Conference. Um, so, the monster who stole Bogues' uh, talent, he had six assists at least. But uh, he doesn't score, and neither does the monster who stole Bradley's ability. In fact, 
Bradley's Monstar has no stats, no points, no rebounds, <laughs> no assists, not even any blocks. Um, Sounds like Kid Benson. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. And uh, Jordan, uh, he has 44 points on perfect 22 of 22 uh, shooting and uh, scored more than half his points on dunks. Um, and 85% of the points in this game came on slam dunks. So even when there were – well, I guess not when there were explosions at the rim. So, so. – <laughs> Yeah. Nobody talks about the halftime. What, what were they taking? It was like Michael's Secret Sauce. What was it? Was it like HGH? Was it amphetamines? Like, what were we What were we taking at that halftime? Because everybody's fired up now. Yeah. Ready to go. Antler. It was some sort of clear liquid, so I don't know if, like, what the... Yeah. I, that's tough. I, I might have to have to remain a mystery. I, I don't know. I, I believe within the story that it's just, you know, they didn't actually have anything. They were just, you know, believing in themselves. But, oh, there's a, there's a, a bum there. That's, that's for butt, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a butt. <laughs> And the the toothless six are all laughing. Jordan, <laughs> that's uh, not too many tooth. You don't see too many toothless toothless six at uh, basketball games these yeah, days. But they, yeah, they had to. Uh, yeah, there you go. And the tune squad's coming back. Pretty good. Maybe it's, maybe it's Sacramento, know? but that's about yeah. it. Oh, Granny's falling off. Yeah, maybe, Oklahoma yeah. City. Yeah, Oklahoma City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Pepper Le Pew stinking up the place. So true. I mean, you have to admire Damn French, the, the two, stupid the two French. Squad has a pretty deep bench. You know, they're, they're going to a lot of guys. I mean, the monsters really only have five guys. Like, does, yeah, do, that, are you, why don't they steal more guys? Like, yeah, you know, get some good bench guys in there. Get, right. get an AC Green. AC Green was sitting right there. That's in every yeah. He'll play every game for you. He'll play every he, game for you. Know, he's like that, he's that ten every... minutes a game, maybe, but he'll play exactly every game. right. Yeah. That's fine. You just need him in there to get a little run. Like we got yeah. Coach Thibodeau over here just running the starters to death. It's like <laughs> let's let's try to. Yeah. It's obviously not paying off because they're 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 faltering in the second half. So yeah, it's like like Minnesota in the fourth quarter. They you know, they <laughs> exactly. just get tired. They they uh you know they don't play well. And this just seems gratuitous. I don't know why he's allowed to just punch people, but all right, whatever. yeah. Like, it's a physical in the nineties. You know, it's a physical game. That's true. You could that. punch people. I forget that you could punch people without any issues. Yeah, right. The game was, was the game the was 90s. played much much harder then. So yeah. Well, didn't we didn't we touch on the fact that Marvin doesn't have a mouth, so I, I guess he can't really whistle. <laughs> right. yeah, that's true, yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. That's a problem. Here we go. Now mean, we get to the most ridiculous scene in the movie. Where they try to enslave Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's not ideal. No. No, no, it's not. Especially since no. he got kidnapped in Birmingham. Let's remember. So. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> no, yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but that uh, that particular aspect of it. But yeah, that's not not great. Yeah. Oh no, I've been taking notes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> leave it to you, Curtis, to uh, to be able to uh, get all the history, uh, historical aspects, uh, and the uh, the context of the uh, film in here. So obviously, with with smoking happening in the arena, this is obviously taking place in the Italian basketball league. So that's yeah, good. there you go. Good to yeah, really, really, they should have gotten Vladi in that for that, just for that aspect. <laughs> right. What's, you know, right, whatever, the smoking, yeah, yeah the smoking's loud. So there's, yeah, so there's slave Michael signing autographs. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. He got the chains on him. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. I love, I always find the art style of this like really. Bizarre. It's just like yeah, it's actually well done, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I, it is. But, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's odd, you know, for unique, the film, so. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean the animation is, for the most part, it, it's it is really good. Um, but the integration is fine. But it, sometimes it's a little bit weird how the 
characters in the foreground seem a lot different than the characters in the background. And I that was something I did not notice nearly as much the disparity between them or the distinction between them in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And I don't know if it oh, just... He can, oh, he can blow the whistle. Oh, he can whistle. So just, oh, oh, there you go. He has a mouth like a mouth. Yeah. So, so he's just not calling these... He's just yeah. calling it. He's letting them play out there, which is, I, I guess, I respect that a little. I mean, they play in Martian yeah. rules, you know. Yeah, they don't. They call out. I mean, the gravity's different, so you know the the physicality. It's hard to call it there, you know. But they're going maybe a little bit too far. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah, using using a guy as a golf yeah. club, and yeah, I mean, that, that seems I, I mean, a little extreme. I mean, Tweety but. had that coming, so I understand. You know, Tweety's an asshole, but <laughs> yeah. The spitting. I mean, come on. This is what are we what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, yeah. Got to get some control here. Where's that David Stern character? Yeah. Where, where's he at? Where is it? Yeah, where, where's that fake David Stern? You know, because oh, I want, I want like the uh, oh, oh no, yeah. no, no, no. oh she's yeah. I, I want like yeah. the JoJo English uh, fight where it's like sitting in David Stern's lap and he's just like, oh god, god. yeah, yeah. I forgot who else was it. Was it Derek? Was it Derek Harper in that the JoJo English? Who was it? Was that? Nick's right? Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was Nick's Bulls, but I forgot who the Nick's instigator was. And see, I don't think. Darren Carpenter never really instigated it. Yeah, well, yeah, he, I don't know. He I don't, finished stuff, but he wouldn't instigate. He might have finished this one. I'm sure jo- it's very possible that JoJo English was the uh What year was Let me it? see. Uh, I'm going to look it up David right McDaniel played for the Knicks. Oh, you know what? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's And he he'd instigate some shit. Oh, it was Derek Carpenter. Okay, it was Derek Carpenter. Oh, I, uh, I imagine that JoJo started it, though. Yeah, he must have started it. Like... Yeah, it was 94. Like, Derek could mess you up, but he wouldn't just be looking for it, though. No, no, no. I'm sure JoJo was being a... Because he really couldn't... Did, didn't do much else, so I'm sure... Yeah. That's... Game three of the 94 Eastern Conference in my finals. Oh, now we need a fifth player. It's gotta be Newman. Yeah. Oh, man, they fucked up Pepe Le Pew. Damn. Yeah, they really yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, Pepe kind of had it coming. Pepe's done a lot of shady shit. Like, right. His, uh, um, he is life. a serial sexual. And he's French. Yeah. And he's French. So, I mean, come on. We got to, you know. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't have a problem with the it's French so much. Smelly uh, French. It's, it's kind of a weird thing with you, Rich. But, yeah. No, I'm just. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's all right, Rich. He's yeah. ready to go. I know, I know you. I call him Freedom. I still call him Freedom Fries, by the way. Oh, so. I, that's, that's fair. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed when that was a thing for like two weeks, and then no, yeah. like, no we're not going to call yeah. it Freedom Fries. Back in the back in the days, yeah. Freedom <laughs> is two syllables. It's a lot of words, you know. So <laughs> Jordan actually wanted to pass there, which is good, you know. Yeah, yeah. that was good. So, yeah, he's finally giving it up a little. So, but, okay, you know. do you think that the, are the two squad shot. are the two squad running the triangle? You know, like is is Jordan like uh you know is is he passing on his belief in the uh, the bull system onto the tune squad, or is he running a different offense? You know. I feel like he's running back like the early like the the Collins era Bulls where it's just like yeah. Jordan shoots a lot and everybody stands around. I feel like that's kind of the the what we're yeah because he doesn't believe in the triangle that much. I guess right, they, exactly. Have, yeah, they don't have the personnel the runner either. There. They don't have a big guard. You know, I mean, it's uh, it, it's tough. You know, solid nineteen ninety six special effects right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's why Independence Day isn't that good because you'll watch it. And you're Whoa, like, oh man, the special uh, okay, effects look. Suck. I'm just saying. It I'm never just looked saying. that bad. I'm just, like you could tell, like it's dated, but it's not bad. Yeah, I think I think there's a difference between dated and bad. Like okay, I, okay, I can see that. Like uh, like the early 2000s Star Wars movies, that was bad special yeah. effects. Right, like, that right, was just right. that didn't look good when it came out. Yeah, I mean, some of that was they were 
I'm not. I don't know why I'm putting myself in the position to defend the, the Star Wars prequels, but some of that was they were trying <laughs> to experiment with the technology of the time, and it just um, like that technology wasn't like ready to extend as far as they wanted to extend it. I guess, but. They yeah, were intending to do something, that, but yes. Don't, but. don't put yourself in that position again. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah. fair <laughs> enough. You don't need to do that. <laughs> How many timeouts is there in this game? Because I feel like we've had a lot of downtime in this game. Yeah. A lot of talking, a lot of yeah. people coming in. Uh, I, apparently, you can just add anybody to your roster at any point. Well, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of injury timeouts, to yeah. be sure. Yeah, I mean, as many as in a typical NBA game. That's, that's true. true. Yeah, <laughs> right, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, you or know, we got more like NFL with all the injuries, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, and with how physical this has been, you know, there, there definitely could be, you know, so hopefully there's some concussion tests uh, backstage. You know, uh, we want you know, the proper medical care for these tunes. And did, like, Bill Murray explain how he got down there? No. Nah. I, okay. I, I don't think we just showed up. caring nah. too much about that, yeah. Bill gonna, Murray just I'm goes gonna... places. Even in real life, Bill Murray just appears places, and that's nobody's true. really quite sure that's how he point. got there, oh, why yeah. he's there, or what he's going to leave, so that's... Hey, Michigan J Frog. Brief cameo. I do enjoy Michigan J Frog, yeah. So Rest in peace, I, WB. Yeah. Enjoy the T shirt under the jersey. That's Yeah. It's good. And, and the compression shorts underneath the uh Yeah, under, yeah that's you shorts know, are, yeah, actually shorter than generally was worn back then. So Oh yeah, they explained that the producer's a friend of his and the Teamster came and dropped him off. So because no. Ivan Reitman actually was a friend of his, so that is so true. They do explain it. So, so there you We're go. We try to pull holes in the space jam, and I'm telling you, man, they're, they're yeah. starting to. They, they got us. That, <laughs> like, uh, that, that plotting is tight. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm just just asking questions. Huh? Just, yeah, it's fair. It's a good point. There you go. If they have Ivan Reitman and uh, yeah, the she got the rest of the Ghostbusters crewed in. Oh well, could have yeah. used Ernie Hudson in this movie. Yeah, Ernie <laughs> Hudson adds can be can be a good addition to pretty much any movie. Oh man, he was Jordan, great in Congo. Didn't Congo come out in '96? I like. Uh, that, it seems like around then, but maybe like yeah. a year or two later. Yeah, definitely came out in '95 or '96. The movie Congo. Yeah, that was a damn good movie. Just because it's so ridiculous. Anyways, oh, here we go. There we go. Here, just throw it. Down. Crunch time. Yeah. From the half court. From half court. Well, a step in front of the half court. So yeah, yeah. Like he did. Eddie, yeah. Uses, Eddie, Eddie uses him to yeah. jump off. So let's and it's sort of like the uh, Tom Chambers, Mark Jackson, a dunk. So you know, there's precedent. <laughs> right. so they're they're adding some realism here. I, I appreciate yeah. their uh, their aim for realism. So. Yeah. And the '70s version would have Dr. J jumping from the free throw line. So yeah, yeah. the evolution of the game. Yeah. No, the three point line. It's gotta yeah. be a little ridiculous. Yeah. Here's it's, the. It's, Here's a sweet Keon Clark dunk here where he just yeah. not really just kind of throws it in with a long arm and it's supposed to Yeah. Be. It works. Keon Clark's in jail now, right? He I have no comment. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm on it. All right. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, I think he uh gotten some uh some not great situations. But he had a really great dunk though. Oh, so. he he supposedly is not is out now. Oh, good. Okay, okay good. I'm, well, I, yeah, I, I, maybe, well, I guess good. good. I, I forgot what he's in for, so maybe not good. I think that's good. <laughs> I should assume it's good. Yeah, he he was in prison for weapons charges, so uh, uh, let's, let's well. calm down with the celebration, I guess. I mean, was he just trafficking guns, or did he not have a license? <laughs> yeah, let's, I, I, let's, you know. Okay, I'm going down this rabbit hole, I guess. <laughs> the oh, we can't yeah. just leave us there like he had a weapons charge. Like, Yeah, I... I, I, I 
I remember something more nefarious, I think, but I don't want to actually say what it is until we have a, some actual... Uh... Are we uh, are we Bill Murray fans here? Because uh, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm not... Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like after, like, 1984? Oh, after that? Yeah. 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 Like, after, like, the 80s, he still shows up places. Like, Scrooge yeah. and, like, um... Um, yeah, he's been in a lot of good stuff. I mean, obviously, he's like he's been in his fair share of crap too. But he always like I think he always brings something to it, even if it's not like even in, in the project in and of itself is not that great. He always brings like kind of like a weird energy or brings something fun to it. So. That's fair. I think I think a lot of my stuff is clouded by the fact that he shows up to like Chicago sporting events. He's like he's like Jim Belushi or not, uh, in that same state where he like uh, you'll just watch like it'll just be like a Cubs game and they have to cut to you know Bill Murray in the crowd every five seconds and it's just Bill Murray in the crowd and like he's just there and it's just it, 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 he makes weird faces and everybody laughs because it's Bill Murray. So that that kind of clouds my judgment a little bit because I've seen him at like sporting events for the last fifteen years just kind of being Bill Murray. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, more recently he did um, uh, Lost in Translation, Rushmore. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. You know, um, Groundhog Day in the 93. Not recent, but it's inter- <laughs> but after 84, obviously. So Yeah, no, 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 that, that, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, he was in the Garfield movies, so not not ideal, but, you know. I would say the yeah, West Anderson get a paycheck. So, I forgot he was in Wild Things. Which came out ninety eight, so not, not so a little bit after this, but he was uh he's like the attorney where that wears like the uh, neck brace in Wild Things. I don't know if it, you guys have seen Wild Things, but that was in a, that was a uh, notable movie in my uh, uh well I guess I was like nineteen by then, but in my uh whatever is between like uh teenager and adulthood, it was a it was notable during that time. Um. So anyway, back Bill to- really <laughs> saved the day here. Well, he really saved the day here. I mean, he did. Like, Bill Murray yeah, is actually the hero of this movie. I would have to yeah, say. it's kind of weird that yeah, like I mean, Jordan he was fine. I mean, he made the final shot, but I mean, really, the, the whole without Bill Murray, I mean, this thing is couldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, Wayne Knight's yeah. fine now. All of a sudden, he was blown up. He was what? Yeah. He was floating yeah. in space seconds ago. Yeah, he's back in his other outfit. He got a shower, and apparently, so. yeah, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> come on, man, like we needed <laughs> you out there. He like, wasn't really that invested in what was going on, so. Yeah, Michael Jordan not even a drop of sweat at all during this yeah. entire movie. Well, like, he got a little bit on his shoulder, I guess, but yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah, his, yeah. Amazingly, well, his, his face bit. and head have no uh, yeah. sweat. Yeah, <laughs> his shoulders he's a, do. It's a weird thing where his shoulders sweat. I don't know. It's it's, it's strange, but oh, uh, yeah, a little, little forced smack. kiss. Yeah, that's yeah. always yeah. Now we're back to baseball. Yeah, a riot's about to break out. Yeah, with Michael. Yeah, people really want to see Michael Jordan play baseball. Definitely, uh, definitely realistic. I'd make a joke about Michael Jordan and his wife waiting for Michael to come and him not yeah. arriving, but you know yeah. that's eh, I'll, I'll you know. save it for another day. All right, fair enough. That's probably not the first time they've been waiting for their dad. And yeah, hasn't showed up, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got you know, thirty-six holes of golf to play. So, and like a spaceship shows up, and yeah, Michael Jordan normal. steps out. It was well yeah. reported. Well reported, Birmingham. The- yeah. <laughs> That's, that's right that Bill Murray's in Tootsie. I forgot about that. Oh, here we go. I believe I can fly. Yeah. Exciting stuff. I grabbed a bullhorn. Yeah. And the dugout's cleared. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, he's bad. You, you guys don't really. You could have played without him. Like he's not very. That's good. true. Like, he's not he's, that important. He's team. all right. Like yeah. The good thing, the funny thing about the Michael Jordan thing is that like you look at his stats and like they weren't good, but they were like not bad for a dude that was just like completely out of place in baseball and hadn't played in years or whatever. Like he's fine. He's okay. Yeah. I mean, I better than most normal people. I mean, most people would be, and you know. Yeah. Within the kind of minor the context, league baseball. Yeah. So. Within the context of what he was asked to do. Yeah. Not too bad. Sure. All right. See, this is what I told y'all. Michael Jordan about to show up. Yeah. Charles Barkley's there with everybody else now. There you go. He Finally, yeah. He could be with MJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it shows you just the cultural power of the Charlotte Hornets where they can have two of the five players. Yeah, that's, right, right, that's right. Good point, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing that like four years later the franchise would just be dead. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that's what a bad sad. owner can do. Yeah, yeah. good old George Sheehan. Yeah. Oh yes, not ideal. Like to go from cultural like relevance to like yeah like like mainstream cultural relevance too. Like if you mention yeah. Charlotte Hornets starter jacket, like people that don't even know anything about basketball will know what that is and kind of familiar with the logo and the colors. And then they were just dead as a franchise. And yeah, like, and, and they were like you know. leading the league in attendance for like five years or something. Yeah. And they were they were really even when they were bad, they were incredible. Like not obviously they had that national attention because of just the unique look and the star jackets and all that and, the, and some of the players they had. But yeah, they were really great. Locally, they were a great story, and that yeah, that turned terrible so so fast. The thing was that they were always good, minus like their first, obviously their first couple of years as an expansion. But after that, they were always good. Yeah, like, they were. Yeah, the, the owner just he had some weird thing where he sexually harassed somebody. Yeah, that's yeah. Why they, that, that's yeah. why they didn't want to build him the arena. It's like you're a shitty owner. You like sexually harass people. Why would want to build you a stadium? Right. Yeah, they alienate. I mean, they obviously got rid of like a lot of their you know. Beloved players, and you know, Alonzo Mourning left, and Larry Johnson left, and they forced Muggsy Bogues out. You know that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that was a bad move. Pretty, pretty much everything bad you could have done, and some of it, some of it might have been unavoidable. You know, with maybe guys wanted out, but yeah, they handled it all very poorly. But like, if Muggsy yeah, wants to stay, he stays. Yeah, like. Well, they got to be like a so. like a thriving city nowadays. Uh, they're still, I mean, they're kind of on the upswing. Uh, at least they're not the Bobcats anymore, but they still can't really pack the place uh, yeah they don't yeah that, that's never really it doesn't it's seem just like not the same. they've had any relevance culturally i mean the hornets thing bumps up a little bit maybe but yeah maybe I, one day i mean if they're if they're really good again probably they could bring that back but yeah yeah but he's, he's not wrong i mean they're still like a pretty okay for, for despite being what the current charlotte hornets which aren't like really the most exciting they still do pretty well uh attendance wise and people still you know kind of follow them they're not the culturally relevant anymore but you know it's still yeah Still pretty interesting yeah. what they were able to kind of accomplish. But, yeah, they were like a – I remember even as they were, like, going away as a franchise, they were still good. Like, I remember Baron Davis, like, you know, leading them to the playoffs or whatever. Yeah, just like, yeah they were like know, 45. And, and Eddie Robinson and Baron Davis. Yeah. And, like, they're still fine, but it's like this team that's in the playoffs and, like, doing okay is about to be moved and, like, is no, – you know. Exactly. They were always – the only problem was the owner because yeah. he couldn't keep his hands to himself. Yeah. And then when he went to New Orleans, he went broke and the NBA had to – uh, buy them out. Yeah. So it was like, why the hell did y'all y'all messed up Charlotte? Then you had to buy out the owner of New Orleans. Just totally messed that situation. Like maybe, up. maybe the owner's a problem. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> yeah, the owner's maybe the, maybe the owner's a problem. Here. Yeah. Maybe the owner's the problem. Yeah. Here we go. Fly like an Eagles again. Oh, they're playing against the. So there's Shaq. Yeah, there's okay, Shaq. So we were, Shaq we is there. We were yeah, Luke Longley's there. Yeah. All oh, the four actual, five. Yeah. Actual playoff footage. Yeah. Because that's got to be from the '95 playoffs. Yeah. 
the series that, of course, Michael Jordan yeah. and the Bulls won because they never, ever lost in the playoffs. I don't know yeah, of course, yeah. No, yeah, they, they definitely won that year. <laughs> Who could forget the... So that's yeah, it. Great that's... 95 championship they won, yeah. Well, we got it, well, you know, we got through the credits, of course, you know. Yes. So. So, yeah. It's not it. Maybe there's a special ending we don't know about. It might you be. know what? I've never, I don't know if I ever watched the whole wave through, so I guess yeah, we'll, there, we'll there see. could be, and that wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world if there were uh, something bonus at the end. Well, we're going to have Porky Pig at the end, I assume, so... <laughs> right right oh, of course yeah, yeah of course. I, I would hope so yeah that would uh be yeah so yeah, Teresa randall uh as uh Juanita jordan um she was <laughs> in uh, I think she was in, in girl six with a spike lee movie i remember uh remember from that's uh, about it as far as i i'm sure she was in other stuff though so jim rome was in this movie uh, yeah, he does like a radio spot, like for like four seconds at the beginning. Okay, yeah. so I've missed yeah. totally and, and actually, yeah, there there was an article about he still gets uh, like residual checks. For, yeah, he gets like uh, six Space bucks. Jam. He gets like six yeah. bucks a month or whatever from like, right. residuals. Well, yeah. if that's the case, uh, Jeff Malone was in this movie, so he still gets residual there. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. I love so, the fact that Alan Bristow couldn't play himself, but they hired an actor to play the Charlotte coach. For whatever reason. <laughs> there you go. I wonder if he, because he seems like a very grumpy man. I bet he was probably like, nah, screw that. I don't, I don't have time. Yeah. You want me to do what? I got a coach. And it's like, all right, well, yeah. I mean, I'll make I got to go man. scout like, some film. You guys get somebody else to get in here, you know? Yeah. So. Now he's kicking himself that he's not getting those $6 checks every yeah, day. Yeah, that would be huge, yeah. So. Marco Rubio. <laughs> not Marco Rubio. It Marco would end up, yeah, funny enough, the key grip on this uh, this movie would end up becoming a, a, pre- a, can- a presidential yeah. candidate. So. Right, yeah. Morgan is the script. Just, just one Morgan. No, uh, just no, Morgan. No last just name. Mor- yeah. yeah. Morgan. I wish one day I could go by just, just a name. That's yeah, just really, rich. Really, yeah, really arrived. Yeah, really arrived. Have you done that? Yeah, that's uh, that's fun. That's good. Standby painter. It's always always good to have a yeah. painter on standby. So yeah, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you never know. Hey? You never know. when you need something painted. You know. Yeah. So is that something painted on the set, or is that like some of the animation? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I... Yeah. That's just so, some just-in-case wow, paint. So, you never know. I don't know how much they're doing, so, like, if this is, like, more heavily computer animated or if they're still doing a lot of, like, hand-drawn stuff on uh, at this point, you know, in technology. Because obviously there's, the computers are around, but they're not as sophisticated as they are now. So I don't know I how much. I think a lot of it was digital because I remember yeah. reading the one article that, like, every character, like, you, you were saying those, like, actors, they would have the actors, like, you know, on their knees or whatever. Right. I think they said that a lot of them were, it was, like, all green screen. Like, the entire movie was filmed behind a green screen, on a green screen, right. like... It was really weird in the production, which is actually, I mean, it's pretty unique for that era, especially. Cause yeah. Because you're saying, it's still, it's still an era that they haven't quite done that yet of, like, going all out. I wonder how expensive this movie was to make. I should probably, uh, should probably, <laughs> yeah, probably it, know it, that. It yeah. wasn't, yeah, well, I mean, it was expensive, but, like, it was, I mean, it, it uh, grossed over 230, $230 million worldwide. It's the uh, highest grossing basketball film of all time. It was a huge hit at, at the time, and the merchandising was even bigger. I mean, that, the merchandising was, like, in billions, so... Uh, the movie made made good money, but not like you know wasn't that remarkable. But the merchandising was, of course, the movie um, was just a commercial. So, well, yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> a very successful commercial. Yeah. Eighty million to make it. That's not too bad. Eighty mil. That's not, yeah. that's not terrible. That's a good advertising yeah. budget. Make yeah. a billion dollars back. Yeah, that is good. Uh, so Billy West, the, the actor, the actor by the name of Manor Mookie Washington, who, who played Jordan's son and was fourth in, in credits. He has three credits in his life, and the second one of them is in Steel. So that's <laughs> one nice. heck of wow. a coincidence. That is that, that's good. You know, he plays yeah. pre-teen number two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who could forget the role? His, yeah. his, 
It's a great bit of a team number two. <laughs> I mean, how many people other than Horace Grant have been teammates with uh, Shaq and uh, Michael Jordan? Yeah, exactly, There's right? Probably a few, but yeah. not that many, you know. So. Man or Mookie Washington, yeah, certainly. Yeah. I guess John Sally, too. Didn't Sally play for the Lakers uh, at when yeah. Jack was there? Oh, yeah. right, yeah. During yeah, the yeah old, we uh, use yeah. play loosely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ron Harper. He always oh, brings yeah. up the Ron ring, Harper, though. John right. Sally yeah. definitely counts the ring, though, that he won. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. So. Yeah, Ron Harper definitely gets more credit because he actually played. Right. Yeah. Dennis Rodman as well, by the way. I had a cup of tea with, with, with the Lakers. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Steve Smith is an uh, animator. I'm assuming it is the Steve Smith that <laughs> yeah, we all know. The uh, Steve Smith. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah Smitty. Moonlight, Moonlights as a uh, digital yeah. artist, yeah. <laughs> digital animator in his free time. So. Makes a lot of sense. I forgot that this Monica song was on the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's the soundtrack's solid. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, really. The uh, yeah, really, Buggin' is uh, is the only really <laughs> bad one on there. I mean, I believe I can fly. Obviously, it was a huge hit. It's not a personal song I enjoy, but obviously, it was very popular again. But yeah, there's a D'Angelo song on there. Uh, there's uh, Spin Doctors with Biz Marquee covering "That's the Way I Like It," which is just like weird. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, Spin Doctors, Biz that, that, yeah. that sounds very weird. Barry yeah. White and Chris Rock doing Basketball Jones, you know, um, yeah. Uh, oh, and Robin doing "Giving You All That I've Got," which is uh, kind of in this uh, similar to that vein. So it's funny. There's a there's a random song that has Jay Z in it, but it's like you know, obviously pre you know Jay Z blowing up or whatever. It's like right. uh, R. Kelly changing faces and Jay Z. Yeah, you know? all of my days. Just yeah. this guy named Jay Z. Yeah, well, and, and Jay Z actually wrote the Bugs Bunny rap song "Buggin." So yeah, he actually no uh, shit, it, so. he wrote the song. So so him and Dr. Dre have uh, Bugs Bunny and Dr. Dre have both been uh, ghostwritten by. Uh, Mr. Sean Carter, that's pretty. Well, there you go. Though, so. Nice, nice, nice deal. So, <laughs> he doesn't pepper. list that too much. Yeah, uh, Jay Z doesn't list bugging in, in <laughs> much of his. Uh, it's surprising. Why? Yeah. He really yeah. should. Yeah, yeah. Sure, that should be on the CV. So. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, what's yeah. he ashamed of? What's the deal? Yeah. Salt and Pepper also uh, on here. Yeah, Salt and Pepper, I believe, the only people who were both in Space Jam and WrestleMania 11. So, uh, <laughs> an so. illustrious list. Yeah, that's. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna think yeah. about this because there had to be somebody else, but I think you're, you're you're probably right. But you know, yeah, I mean, Nicholas Totoro was in WrestleMania 11. Um, <laughs> right. Jonathan Taylor Thomas yeah, was JTT, in WrestleMania 11. JTT was there, but he yeah. did not appear in this. Right. Oh, here's your yeah. Hit him high. Oh, it's such. It's <laughs> still works. <laughs> Yeah, Bust, I forgot about Buster Rhymes in that apparently song too. one of the, apparently one of the writers for uh, Hit 'Em High was uh, was Louis Freeze. Probably not the same as the FBI. That's be real. Sorry, yeah. sorry to uh, unmask him, but that's be real. Oh, that's so. be real. Okay, not not. But Louis unfortunately, Freed, Louis uh, Freeze isn't as cool of a name as Be Real. Yeah, <laughs> so he had go. to go by Be Real. It's a, All right, because they tried they tried the uh, rap thing as Louis Freeze, and it didn't. Uh, oh, okay. Here we go. We're getting a full list of the songs. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Let's see. Little Jive Records. Gonna... Oh, Trackmasters! I, yeah, I see, I'm telling you, there's it. like that. Trackmasters, it's that's yeah. Tommy Boy, we're we're good to go. We, we hit him high. He's got it all. Niall Rogers uh, yeah. co-wrote the uh, Salt and Pepper song, so yeah. good. <laughs> good old Niall Rogers, man. Yeah. Oh, y'all got to get me pissed because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame—they keep pissing me off every year. They don't induct Chic. Those oh, bastards. Yeah? Not yet. Hopefully, like twelve times they've been nominated. They can't get it. <laughs> yeah, right. it's a goddamn shame. Yeah. 
My parents so, always. I love the fact the that they had to have so many basketball research people for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah and then do, like... do these scenes look realistic? Can, <laughs> right. yeah, you, can you punch someone? I guess you right. can. The well, they had to find somebody to get like the 1930s basketball feel. Right, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. Point, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. I wonder if any of the uh, any of the basketball historians in this podcast would you know be uh, invited to do uh, research for Space Jam too? You know, I think we one of us would deserve it. You know, I, I sure as hell would. Shit, yeah. I, I need a paycheck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad to sell out if it's. Yeah. I don't care. All Give me right. those residuals. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm like, yeah, I like Crusher Decline. I'll endorse anything. Yeah, direct <laughs> deposit, direct deposit. I'll do whatever. Oh, here's Bugs. All right. Oh. So isn't Blake yeah. Griffin like producing a, 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 I don't know, a sequel or a reboot or whatever on? on they talked on about this? it. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember there, hearing about it a few years ago, and then I haven't heard about it. talk about it, but yeah, it hasn't been seriously. Yeah. So oh, how many films can you have which basically steal the entire premise of this one? Because Kevin Durant also had his had his shot. Oh, and, Thunderstruck! Um, yes, oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe that'll be episode three hundred. You never know. But oh my god, have you ever watched Thunderstruck? I, I have not. No, Don't. Not. <laughs> I have <laughs> not had god. the pleasure. All Do right. not. It is so bad. You will lose a lot of respect for Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So, and if I criticize it, probably get like you know, anonymous Twitter, uh, you know, replies. Yeah, yeah. So somebody anyway, will tweet so. at you that no, yeah. I thought it was a good so, movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> I don't know why everyone's hating on my movie. <laughs> All right, guys. The jig is up. Yeah. We uh, got anything else, or are we uh, are we saying goodbye here? Uh, any other any final Space Jam thoughts? Like, I got no Space Jam thoughts. I, I could still cuss you out about Steve Miller, but I think I'm good on Space Jam. <laughs> All <laughs> we'll right, a separate fair episode on that. Well, well where, where, where do we, like, do our, does our opinion change after this this viewing, you know, communal viewing of Space Jam? Do you, Space do you Jam. feel, I feel like I feel a little bit better about the movie than I used to. It, it's yeah. kind of fun when you watch it, with, uh, you know, your good buddies and yeah, drink, it's fun. And it's, drink it's, lots it's, of bourbon. It, it, I really should have drank more bourbon when I was nine and watched <laughs> that. I think I would have maybe enjoyed it a little bit more than I did. But. Yeah, it's a fun movie to uh, drink a little bit too, and to uh, and to talk with buddies. Absolutely. So I, I give it a. I have better feelings about it than I did uh, the last time I watched it for sure. What what I think is good for its case is that it's pretty short. Now that yeah, you think about really it, I mean, it by, flew yeah. by in, in no time, and I guess, uh, yeah, that that would be the worst part about it if it was long and, and still Space Jam. It... <laughs> so the best part about Space Jam is that it does not last long. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. they got the gist of it. They they did their thing. Uh, I mean, yeah, 80, 80 minutes of solid, packed fun. Yeah. Best eighty I, I minute commercial say, I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I, I'll I'll say the one thing is that. It, for better or worse, it feels very much a movie of its time. It is a very sure. 1995, 1996. It is very, like, um, you know, tied to that. So if you have warm and fuzzy memories of that time, if that's your time, whether it's basketball or animation or culture or whatever, then, like, I totally see the appeal of, of this movie if you're interested in those things. Um, and for me, I, like, I, I kind of feel like, um, obviously, the Looney Tunes reference current things a lot, but I feel like a lot of the um losing stuff is very timeless and this kind of puts them in a, a place where they are locked in time but but yes this was an enjoyable experience whether the, uh, the hopefully the listeners will enjoy experience if they li- listen to it or even better if they listen to it while they watch the movie but um but yeah. oh, i forgot to mention while, while we were watching that uh, i don't know if you guys are familiar with the idea that the uh, the space jam the original space jam website is still active Oh, oh yeah, it's still up. If you go to warnerbrothers.com slash archive slash space jam slash movie slash jam dot htm, so or you can just look up space jam website and it should come up. It is the legit original website, and it very much is. 
It's got frames. It's very much 1996 website. So, so for all of you that didn't use the internet in the 90s, this is what it that, looked like. That's, and it was that's what we had to do. <laughs> right. Yes. The dial-up, y'all don't know nothing about that, but you can get a peek at it through the Space Jam website. And it's like the perfect that's 1996 it. website, too, because it's like a background image, like weirdly colored text, like marquee. It's like it's like all. It's just short of like the constru- under-construction GIF, and it's got it over the counter, the number counter at the bottom. That's about the only other things I would add to it, but otherwise it is like very much uh, of, you know, of the time websites when it was just like, look how cool my text is, and look how many different colors it is, and look how awesome my background is, and and look it up in, on a uh, on a Netscape browser. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure you download Netscape yes. to make sure. Yes. Yeah. Did Independence Day ever have a website? I I, I don't think so. Oh I yeah. Know. If it did, I'm sure it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks so much for being on our 200th episode. Uh, we really uh, appreciate uh, all that you've uh, done to help us out with the uh, show and to do great work that uh, inspires us to do what we do. And uh, thanks to all of the listeners who have been there, whether this is your first episode or your 200th. We appreciate uh, all the listeners who uh, who uh, check out the show and who give us feedback and uh, let us know what's going on. So. Uh, Until next time, thanks for listening, and we're back again soon. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.